just got my turn. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, uh, come on. What is more information they need to know? <laughs> I'm, I'm very professional radio tonight. I'm clinking ice in a jar. You, you clink ice in a jar every episode. Mm. I'm a pro if I could say anything else. Oh, I, I, Consistent. I almost, I almost one point put in the description, if you need a drinking game, drink every time you hear Rick's ice cubes <laughs> clink. Oh, God. Um, yeah, that's that, that could be actually a real game. So, yeah, they'd literally be drinking along with you. Right. They'd be drinking more alcohol than I am, but... Well... That's your fault, not theirs. Good, fair. It is definitely my own choice. I'd, I'd be asleep in half an hour if I drank booze right now. Although I might crack a beer in a little bit here. All right, so it's sleepy time about ten thirty. Yep. Yeah. Well, that's when you guys all want to go to bed anyway, right? Well, not on a Saturday. Saturday means good till like one. Well, we hopefully won't be going till one. Well, if we don't start soon. We probably will. Anything else anyone has to add? Okay, good. No. Great. We're going to move forward. Snafu. Situation normal. All, all fouled up. This is Snafu. All right. All right. Welcome to another episode of Snafu. What is episode 55? This one. That's correct. This one. Uh-huh. All right. I got it right, Pat. You just told me <laughs> a bunch of math, and it made me all confused. But now but now I know it's 55. There's a Double small, nickel. There's a small time space uh, episode release record thing that went on over the last month There's some month little so. back to the future type shit. He had to draw me a timeline and everything about which episode was recorded when. Uh, no, it wasn't that bad. Only two episodes, and it was we just flip flopped them. Whatever, no big deal. It's Hope you liked last month. You got a little extra bonus because I dropped a book. Finally, so hopefully you've ordered your D Day book. Anyway, yeah. So we're gonna we're gonna talk about some D Day stuff that came up from uh, from our post our, our review. Uh, we got a preview copy that was not as accurate as some others, and we may have glossed over a few things that uh, the author kindly pointed out. So we're gonna go through some of that stuff. Uh, we're going to do some cyber war, talk about some cyber war stuff. We're going to play a game. This is, this is new. <laughs> new that, game. That one's been in the back burners for a while. I know. It's, it's, I a, it's, it, it's appropriate. It's kind of dirty when you say it that way, but I'm in. The yeah, game, well. The, the back burners. Yes. The game of bolt action? What? Oh, I mean, a game of bolt action would be fantastic right now. podcast? Mm. We could do it It'd if be we were really motivated. Probably about as well as our usual podcast. It, it, would, it would be like it would be like a worse version of listening to golf on the radio. Uh, but it could be done. It's possible. I have no I idea. Still I've never heard anyone see it. If uh, if two of us played and the other two did like um, commentary, like a WWE match, that would be pretty good. I'll be Joe Rogan. <laughs> That's MMA. Jeez. I know. I know. I know what it's from. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, he's he's my he's my sideline commentary guy that I enjoy the most because he's a very he's very very much invested in that in MMA. So yeah, who was who was the short bald guy with the cool mustache that was a commentator for wrestling for so long? 
Mean Gene? Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yes. yeah. I love that guy. Yeah. You'll be Mean Gene? Sure. See, we've well, needed nicknames for a long time anyway. We need a heel and we need a baby face. So. I nominate Pat for left. both. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Can they be the same person? Yeah. Is that fair? Yeah. I mean, it might take some editing and, you know, creative um, creative application on the back end, but we could probably make it work. Okay. creative back Anyways, we're all talk. None of this is ever going to happen, so we should probably move on. Yeah, we, we're lucky we get episodes out. So we're going to talk about that. Uh, we're take a little break, listen to some music, like always. And then we're going to talk about some units from Theater One or Version 1 theater books. So yeah. uh, we'll, we'll get to that when we get to that. So let's start where we always start with hobby updates. Um, I'll go first because mine's a big fat nothing. Unless I'll go video games, <laughs> Unless my video games count. Do video games count? No, no, eh, bummer. Okay, well then, unless, I got unless you're unless you're making them and they're and they're World War Two. I'm making a basement and I'm playing video games. Unfortunately, it's just so much easier to turn my brain off and fire up a video game for a while. Which one's getting done faster? Uh, uh unfortunately, the not the basement. The basement's slow, slow rolling. Unfortunately, with uh, with our COVID scare. Uh, we didn't have COVID in our house, but we we were with someone that tested positive for COVID. Well, they had COVID. Apparently, we didn't know they had COVID. Um, we got locked. We got put in lockdown, which kind of prevented me from you know like going to the Home Depot or you know any hardware store for that matter. You mean so, DoorDash won't bring you two by fours? Uh, <laughs> I didn't I try. I didn't try Uber Eats or anything. Yeah, I think that's Uber Eats. <laughs> yeah. I probably could have gotten some of that done, but I'm sure it would have cost me like twice. And like I would have thrown my budget all off because it would have been like <laughs> twice as much for a single freaking board. Um, yeah, so no, none of that got done, unfortunately. So I got a little bit of things here and there, and then I, one of my kids threw something down the drain again, so I had to like freaking... Oh, Lord. Yep, so it's been like hobby hobby house projects instead of hobby fun projects. So that's my update. Dale, you want to go next since you can yeah, I did join my wall of shame. For, yeah. for computer games. So I have some <laughs> I have some computer game recommendations. If anyone's interested, just shoot us a, a post. But They're nothing, not necessarily bolt-action related. These are not bolt-action related at all. So I'm, I'm getting kind of frustrated because we haven't been able to play anything in, yeah. for months. Um, and and I mean, sure, online is it's nice, but it's kind of a stopgap thing. It's mm-hmm. it's it's used in between your weekly get-togethers to kind of smooth those the rough patches. I, I just this month after month after month thing is just stupid. So yep. I'm looking forward to um, to getting back together with everybody. So that'll be fun. Yeah, unfortunately, yep. we're going in the wrong direction right now too. So Hard. sounds like we're going to be uh, hanging out at home for a while longer. Yeah, yep. I think we got screwed. We're at uh, max ten people getting together. So yeah, Ma- yeah, max ten, uh, three households. Yeah. Yep. Well, I mean, well, if the if the four of us got together, we're less than ten, but we're four households. So right. Well, someone can just move into my house. You probably wouldn't even notice for a while. I, I really honestly probably wouldn't. Like, oh, hey, what are you doing in here? Rick, well, that, the, the, the podcast is coming from inside the house. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Oh, that would be fair. That would be actually funny. Uh, no. Hey, yeah. Rick, look behind you. No, never yeah. mind. Uh, I can tell you you're not behind me right now. I, I, I sit against the walls. <laughs> he knows what You sit against multiple yeah. walls? Wow. I sit in a corner. Okay. And make sure, and make sure no one somebody, sneaks up on me. Somebody put Rick in the corner? Yep. 
Rick's familiar with unfinished basements. <laughs> the safest <laughs> place is with the, the corner behind you, so right yeah. up against it. <laughs> yeah, you just get in the corner right away. <laughs> the the most unsafe place is underneath the stairs, in case anyone was wondering. So. Yeah. Well, the the safest place in my basement now is actually under my my storage, uh, my storage shelves because they are like reinforced with multiple layers of two by fours. And my dad came over, who's a general contractor, and he's like, "If you ever get in a storm, you should hide under this thing because it's built better than most houses." <laughs> all right. I was yeah. like, "All right, I'll take it." <laughs> Thanks, Dad. Anyway, uh, which one of you two brown nosers has done more work? Uh, let's guess Pat. So let's go with Jeff. Jeff, what have you been working on? Oh. Uh, brown nosers. I mean, just, yeah, right? Overachievers. I overachievers. Know. Maybe that's a better word. Now, brown nosers is probably wrong because who are you brown nosing? Except yourself, Nobody. I guess. Right. I, I mean, you got to treat yourself sometimes. Um, I have been bolt action adjacent. Uh, my victory at sea, the World War II ship game Warlord released. All my stuff arrived, so I've been painting those. Yep. And play testing the rules with the paperback that came with the starter set. Apparently, the real rule book, which I have on pre-order, comes out. I don't know, January or something like that. Yeah. So, what? Yeah, that would, yeah. I'm not sure it was up to um, that. Explain I, that one to me. You just heard him explain it to you. It didn't yeah. make sense. It doesn't Is make it sense. Is it like a pamphlet with like getting started rules? Yeah, so it's like it's got start. very basic quick start rules to it. It's probably 15 pages long. Uh, it's got, I would say, maybe a quarter of the rules that will actually go into the game. I mean, it talks about rules that are coming later, but it doesn't explain the rules or give you point costs for certain things like aircraft, mostly. It seems um, kind of half-assed. It very much feels like we wanted to get this out the door and try and get some hype going for the game, but it feels more like something you'd release to play testers than something you'd actually sell. Like a prototype. Mm. Yeah. Uh, I think I think it was a, a COVID scheduling thing with the actual rule books. Yeah. Yeah. And I understand if things are screwed up, but it really needed to be released alongside the main rule book itself. Right. Because I mean, I'm sitting here and it's like I kind of I kind of like what I see. But I don't feel like I should invest any more money in the game till I actually see the rule book and decide that it's you know really worthy. Yeah. And I'm, I'm in the same. I'm in a similar boat, except for I didn't buy anything first. I, like you know what, I'm gonna check. Kind of waited for Jeff. Me, you know? <laughs> Jeff, yeah. did you did you know the rule book was subsequent? Yeah, within reason. Yeah, I mean there was a lot of chatter online about how it was a a, a basic rule set pamphlet and not the full rules. Okay. I didn't quite under, understand to the extent to which it was a starter set and not a, a full rule book. I thought maybe it may meant like it was, you know, like the bolt action paperback as opposed to the big fat rule book where it wouldn't be a big difference. But it's it's I don't, it needs to be a big okay. rule book. Yeah, I felt like Cruel Seas had the quick start rules, but they were in the rule book, and then later in the book was the rest of the rules. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. This was just they yeah. they just had the quick start and punched that out as best they could. And like and like Black Sea Black Seas had. Uh, I'm going to use the word, had a codex, like the old codex size book, but it had all the rules in it, see? Right. You know, and I was like, well, if it's like that, that'll be fine. I don't know what everyone's got their panties in a twist about. But no, it's much I more know. like the let's play rules you get in a starter set for some games Okay. that might not need a whole rule set. That, this I one mean, definitely needs more rules to work. I'm trying to think of another game that has done something like this, where they this is like version one of whatever of, you know, a victory at sea is. And they released the starter set before they've released the rule set. That doesn't make any sense to me. Like I like, said, if you were releasing this to play order. testers and, and yeah. you're trying to build some hype in the community for it, that makes perfect sense to me, right? Yeah. 
it's just this kind of felt like they were trying to do a full and it's a scheduling thing like Pat said I know it's a scheduling thing but I, I don't know if it was better to drop this and get a lackluster buzz going before you put down the big rule book but maybe they just assume people that are going to buy it are going to buy it regardless of when it comes out and they might not be wrong about that yeah I mean yeah. I'm sure they there's diehards that will be interested in it so right and it's it's a rule system that's at least similar to an older rule system of victory at sea so yeah you know it's not like this is a brand new product Okay. So I, I mean, there's there's a baked in player base, and and it's a warlord tertiary game, and let's face it, there are tertiary games that aren't bolt action. Don't tend to get the major. Uh, what's a good word for it? Support, push, release. I don't hype, know. What do you hype want? train. Hype train. Yeah. Whatever. You know? Is that like your third or fourth kid? Yeah. By the third. I mean, f- my third yeah. and fourth kid. What? <clears throat> right. Isn't that not as many pictures as there are the first two? Right. It's right. like the old saying, you know, your first kid, you know, he has a cough, you take him to the doctor. Your fourth kid eats two quarters, you tell him he's got to wait a couple of days for his allowance. <laughs> <laughs> and when he shits, and he shits nickels, you're like, in the world. Oh, good, in. those came through, cool. <laughs> Rinse them off and go buy yourself a candy bar. Heck, better not be a baby Ruth. Right. Oh, well, you, yeah, Jesus. But anyway, <laughs> so I've been, I've been painting Victory at Sea and playing around. I mean, it's nice, and I will fully admit that there's a, a decent 3D printing community for it out there. So I've 3D printed a few ships that I don't think Warlord's probably going to get around to resin casting. Um, and I know I grumbled to you guys, some of the resin casts are not as good as some of their other resin casts. But at one 1800 it's not a huge deal. Right. You know, you can ignore it once it's on the table. But if you're a perfectionist, it will it will vex you. It'll vex you greatly. <laughs> okay. But that's a thing. Uh, yeah. I, uh, mixed feelings about that one. I'm I'm excited to hear more about it when it comes up. We'll we'll probably talk about it again. I'm sure in another episode. Oh yeah, when my book, book comes, I'll chatter yeah. all about it because I'm I'm excited to see the rule book. So all right, cool. It's a two part rule book too, isn't it? <laughs> so the release yeah. part one. <laughs> I thought I thought there was two books in the set in the rule book set. No, oh, I think okay. there's a the standard one and then the collector's edition. That's oh, that could be. Oh, silver okay. silver coated and you know. overpriced. Yeah, bound in human skin or something. I don't know, something like probably that. signed the, the Necromicon. It's, what? It's it's signed and it's nice. Mm-hmm. It's a nice copy. I, it's also like three times the price, and I struggle to pay that much for an autograph in less color. So, I'm. I mean, if you want us to sign it, we'll sign it. You can send it to us, and we'll <laughs> right? send, we'll send it back to you. Yeah, you bet. We'll sign it. Yeah, I'll, I'll even if you're looking to devalue your shit, yeah, yeah. I mean, we'll 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 do whatever you want. You can send us anything, and we'll sign it. That's fine. Oh just, boy! Oh, cl- clarify that. Almost anything. Yeah, fair, fair. It's you got to be able to legally send it, and I don't want poop. Yeah. Like literally, don't want poop. But if it's underwear, wash it first. I'm it's not even that. Straight to a very weird part of the. Episode I'll wear gloves already. if I have to. On the other right. note, I found tons of stuff to 3D print. So that's um, cool. I'm designing a couple new boards because that's what you do when you're stuck by yourself during COVID. whatever this year so, is. Yep. So I've got two new boards in the works. I've been trying to find an old uh, uh, black powder era fortress, the old big stone wall star fort, mm. for a 3D printing file. And one guy was selling one, but it was stupid expensive. Like sure, because you'd be like the third guy to buy it. Well, yeah, it was like $25 a wall section for an STL. Ooh. I'm just like, uh, it's like, no, dude, I'm sorry. I, you're like, you could hire Pat for Wow, this. that's rough. Right. Well, some other fella came along and he just released an STL for a. You know, it's not as it's not quite as fancy, 
but it looks like it'll be very passable. Ran a Kickstarter on it, and I backed that, I think, for like, I don't know, 50 bucks because I felt like spotting him some money for the whole okay. thing. Nice. So whenever I get those STLs, I'll start printing those out, and I'll, I'll have another section of one of my tables done. So is this for a bolt-action table, though? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Just it's, an old uh, Ford on a bolt-action table? Yeah, it's for the second Manila board I'm making. Oh, cool. cool. Intermiro section of Manila, for anyone familiar with it. It's the old Spanish fort there that was the, okay. that's downtown. So Nice. Yeah, after that, I need a baseball stadium. So if anyone knows anyone making any STLs of a baseball stadium, let me know, because that's the third board. Um, why, why doesn't, like, G, G, I don't know if you'll find one in resin, but you might find one in MDF. Well, he's looking for STL. I know. I would I would go to MDF if that's what I found, though. Right. Okay. I'm just a, suggesting. 1930s, like 1940s style baseball stadium. I don't know that I've ever seen anything like that. Hey, Alan. Yeah. Anybody out there has one, let me know, because I'll buy it on, pretty much on the spot. There you go. Okay. But that's that's my hobby update. Cool. I haven't finished my Italians yet. They're still sitting there. Patiently waiting. Quarter done. Shaming, shaming you. So they are. They look at me anyway. every time I walk past dude, the painting Dude, I have station. a pile of painted, unpainted models sitting there, and they're shaming me every day. Just like, dude. And I'm like, i got to go work on the basement. Yep. Maybe, anyway. uh, maybe it's a heads up to Warlord. Um. This is the only army that Jeff hasn't been able to crank through in a short amount of time, and it's because of the rules. So maybe you should do something about it. <laughs> He's not wrong. <laughs> I mean, wrong. To, to be fair, there isn't much incentive to get him done because when Jeff's is he going to play with waiting. him? Jeff's Italians are waiting for a letter from Warlord to encourage them to fight. Yes, more. yes. Yeah. More pasta. They need more pasta. Jeez. <laughs> oh, isn't that one of the rules? No, that was what was that a Flames of War rule? I have no idea about the pasta. But the letters there, from home was a Western Desert equivalency no. of the Savante Voya. Yeah, no, I think there's a pasta rule in Flames of War. It's that stupid too. It's like it just it's like shitty morale if they don't have enough food. Well, I mean, no one likes to fight on an empty stomach, right. so. <laughs> but, but anyway, yeah, I um, my my goal is to push them out by the end of the year. So I think I can cool. do that, and I'll put some pictures up. If if I get around to it, <laughs> yeah, I've been really yeah. bad about picturing up on my stuff. It's like I put those up from that museum I was at, and then I was kind of like, eh. dude, that that people were excited about those pictures. That museum was friggin' awesome. It, it was cool. Away. I love those well, pictures. That, yeah, I just wish it wasn't in the middle of middle nowhere, of nowhere. Wyoming. Yeah, Jesus. like yeah, yeah. Why it was the, Wyoming in the bottom of a canyon in the middle of nowhere, Wyoming? Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's hardly on the way to anywhere in particular, unless right. you're on this side of it and you're headed to Yellowstone. Then yeah, if you're not, unless that. you're literally going to Yellowstone or taking the back highways to Jackson Hole, which is what we were doing. Hmm. I don't know why you'd ever be on that road. Um, well, apparently, someone told them if you build it, they will come, but they didn't mention that he should find a better spot to yeah. build it. Yeah, the real estate agent did not mention location, location, location. <laughs> well, if you got some place you want to put a couple hundred armored vehicles, I mean, that's not a bad spot, I guess. Sure, but, out of the way. Right? Not much. Not not a great location for a museum, per se, but pretty awesome well, spot to store vehicles. Right. So. Cool. But, yeah, that's me. Wonderful. Uh, I, You know, I'm just going to bring this up because I just saw the, uh, we saw the email, I think it was today, this morning. We see, we're seeing new partisans again. Mm, yeah, they look yeah, great. Oh, I'm, I'm excited. Persons. Yeah, French, so French resistance uh, st- civilians, right? I mean, essentially. Yeah. What's sad is I'm rifles. thinking of ordering one of those army deals for that, and I might paint them before the Italians. Eh. That'd be cool. Is, wait, is there an army deal, or is it just... Yeah, they had a, a platoon-size army deal and a all-in army deal. You can get, I think, like 26 partisans, a couple 
weapons teams, uh, light anti-tank gun, and a light artillery piece. Mm -hmm. Wow. Okay. What you need. Yeah, it looks really cool. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, they look they, the models look fantastic. For the French Resistance. That's not mm -hmm. bad. Yeah, and we were talking with our own group last month. We saw a preview of Soviets, Soviet uh, Resistance. Mm -hmm. So I mean, partisans are looking up. Get get lots of civilianish models. It's kind of yeah. nice. It's exciting. It, I mean, we Matt in our club plays partisans, and we've all looked at partisans before. They look like they could be a fun army to play. Yeah. No, I mean, I think I, I think the rules are fun, and I, I do think the think, rules are better than the Italians. Well, for dog, yeah. I mean, that's <laughs> the, the only one outside of Norwegians is like, I mean, and Norwegians might actually be better. Well, yeah, the Norwegians don't have any negative rules, right? So. Right. So yeah, they're not getting hindered from from. The beginning. Oh my god! Episode eleven, resist the French connection, is when we talked about partisans. We maybe want to revisit that. <laughs> yeah, no, it probably is. A, I mean, but the you know the, what's what's triggering me is like okay, well, there's a whole bunch more models now. Yeah, like mm -hmm. that does help because I think that was yeah. one of the few things that I was really struggling with for partisans was finding was miniatures, just yeah. finding miniatures. And I know that there were some out there. I, I know Matt was buying one-off miniatures from I can't remember the name of the company, but there were there he had a bunch of them that he was pulling from, but. You know, it's nice to have some a little bit more all on the same scale and, yeah. you know, similarly sculpted so they kind of have the same aesthetic. So yeah. I think that's – it's good of them to start making more partisans because I think that's or, – Or it might have been episode 13, License Spies. I forget. It was one of those two that we covered. A <laughs> Pat's looking at old agendas now here. All right. Um, I have them. I I'm sure you do. I'm sure Gmail has all of them for me too. Um <laughs> So let's talk about D-Day. We hey, do, do I not on. get a hobby? Oh, 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 oh I'm Pat sorry. No, a, no, no, we, Pat, no, you don't get a hobby update. No, tells, tells me a brown noser and then skips right over me. Yep. Well, we don't, we don't want to all be <laughs> ashamed of ourselves, so we decided we were just not going to talk to you anymore, Pat. <laughs> well, it took you this long. Jesus. Well, 55 episodes is apparently my breaking point. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking. Wow. I'm joking. Hey, that sassy hey, attitude hey, I had the other hey. night is just kind of carried over. I'm just sharp lately anyway so yeah pat what have you been working on uh, i did another two groups of marines uh so that's like 20 guys another 20 guys see this is why we don't talk why no i don't just because you painted 20 dudes to my nun uh and i also got i finished up the light howitzer and finished up the medium mortar nice and i've got the guys painted and the i'm still doing a nice uh diorama base for the medium howitzer cool I uh, got the motor pool done. I'm just getting ready to do decals and weathering on them. So that's okay. uh, a Sherman M4105. Uh, a Jeep in there because, you know, Bazooka needs to ride somewhere, right? I mean, it doesn't have to, but it is usually <sighs> optimal. I think they, they find better use when they can come on the board and, you know, get that nice effective range of, what, 18, 18 24 inches or something like that? Uh... I mean, I like them under 12, but... I, I don't have to... It's not a Piat, so I got that going for me. Right, because what's the range on a, a bazooka range of 24? Yeah. So you want it under half, right? So you get the... You don't... So you don't... Your, your move and your half range bonus cancel each other out? Sure. Yeah. It's not uh, always possible, get, right? No, but. not always. Got two three-quarter uh, Dodge trucks done. Dear God. The, yeah, well... <laughs> See, yes, I knew there was a reason we saved you for last. <laughs> and 
And uh, I did two M24 rocket cars, but now I don't like the way the 3D print came out. So I'm reprinting them, and I'm doing. I've, I've gone back to using the liquid green stuff to try and cut mm. those those like, harsh ridges that they have on like fenders and stuff. Trying to get that the the lines. Trying to make that look round and not like it's a step it's stepped. Okay. Oh, so <clears throat> you're actually you're trying to use that to help your 3D print. Yes. Interesting. Okay. That One of us is going to break down and buy a resin printer at some point, I think. I have been looking at them. <laughs> I thought yeah. the one that you need special ventilation for, and you want to be sure it's all Yeah, you don't want to breathe that shit all the time. It's not right. as bad as people make it out to be, but yes, you definitely don't want it to be, like, in in the nursery. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, no, no I, I, I don't know. I have, I have a room downstairs that, you know, that's where I lay out all my boards, and that's where I... You know, do my 3D printing and do my airbrushing, and so I mean that's all that's all set for as far as isolated mm-hmm. from the rest of the house. But I don't but have it, a vent or a hood running out of it. I, I do. <laughs> I've got a I've got a whole hooded vent area in my back room down here, so it's where I do my. I have almost no excuse for not getting one. Frankly, my wife even told me I could. So oof, I know, you can't right? run that hood all the time. Well, no, it'll it'll eventually suck all the air out of that uh, warm air out of the house. Yeah, it'll you know, your house will be cold for sure. It's oh, rough yeah. to do in winter. But oh, yeah. you can definitely, like, I mean, I'm looking at putting one, a room in, I have a, I have a room that I could actually put it in, in this, in this new basement I'm doing, mm-hmm. but I have to punch a hole through the, to the yeah. exterior to ventilate properly. Yep. It's not that big well, of a deal. You know, I'm just going to tell you, Rick, the, the reason I have a vent in the house is because the previous owner brewed beer inside. Yeah, that's so it's, that's like legit, like that's legit yeah. ventilation. Like right, yeah, it's two twenty wired. It's got a hood. I could, yeah. you know, it's a big everything. hood too. Yeah, because because not only you know, when you're brewing beer inside, you don't want you don't want a lot of humidity buildup, and you also don't want to die from carbon monoxide. Yeah. Although you might have been using electric, I have no idea. But it's electric, yeah. He's got okay. a, the two twenty for a hot plate. Okay, yeah, he's got a like a. It's not even a hot plate. They stick the hot plate in the freaking pot. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's just like they used to take the heating element out of the hot plate and put it right in the bottom just of the pot. Drop it right in. Yeah. yeah, it's kind of it's kind of scary when you're like oh, that's that's insane. <laughs> but any it's a yeah anyway it's a different hobby different different podcast as Pat would say. Exactly. Well, that and now I've got my. I've got everything printed for the train yard, but I don't. I'm just having trouble coming up with inspiration on how to lay it out. I've got a ridiculous amount of printed track, cars, uh, armored train, and I'm just trying to think what else do I, what other elements do I want on the board that's going to make this, first of all, not suck as a board to play on and still look interesting. Dude, I'd make it just like a giant transfer station. It's a balance. Yeah, I know. But I mean, yeah, the transfer station would be cool though. Like you'd have track everywhere, but you wouldn't necessarily have train everywhere. I'd be and interesting. Yeah, so that's a lot of rough ground. But where, where, what are your elements that are breaking line of sight? What are your, you know, what are your, the tr- are you the train cars? I mean, you'd basically be it'd be like it'd be kind of like uh, my old Infinity board that was all cargo shipping crates. It kind of feels paintbally, but like like a, almost like it's a paintball uh, board. But oh god! It, well, that one does more. So then, I think a train track, like a transfer station, would actually look cool. But I don't know how many fights were done in a transfer station. I, I don't even know how many transfer stations there were then. Well, I mean, there's plenty of fight. There, there, are plenty of rail yard fights in World War II, particularly Stalingrad. Yeah, and there that's what I keep coming back to. Is like, okay, do I do a Stalingrad? Okay, well, I already have a lot of European boards. 
Uh, well, you, most you know, of the fighting got, happening in Europe. Just saying. Well, there's there's a lot. There's a couple of them in northern uh, North Africa. And they had some Africa and some Pacific, yeah. but mm-hmm. uh, there was not many tr- not many uh, train yards in the Pacific. No, not yeah. so much. Yeah, that seemed so like that a was very poor out, use. And I, I just got done with the Pacific board, so I'm okay with that. That's just a you know, do I do do I do Africa or do I do Stalingrad, basically? Yeah. So. Mm, I could tell you which one I think is going to look better. Heads know. up, I'm, I, um, I'm doing a train yard on one of my stalling, actually in between two of my stalling grab boards. So. Okay, so I'll do Northern Desert then. That that makes it easier. Yeah. Huh. Although if we just do an all stalling grad snafu, we need more stalling grad tables in. Well, yeah, I'll only have, have five, so. Only. I already have one. Well, no, we can have 12 people. All right, there I we go. I tried to send a link of a picture of the Stalingrad train yard. You can see it what's yeah. breaking up line of sight there. Okay. I don't have any of those little crossover tracks, though. Uh, Whose tracks are you printing? Uh, Dewey Cat. He's got the splits. Yeah, he has the split, and I had him... For whatever reason, my bed was saying that it couldn't fit the one that he had on his website. Mm -hmm. Uh, And he downsized one for me, but it was only, like, the left-hand one. He hadn't given me the right-hand one yet. But as soon as he hears this, he'll send it to me. There you go. (laughs) Thanks again, Dewey Cat. Well, Pat, that sounds like a lot of fun stuff that you've worked on, you jerk. Yeah, no kidding. Right? You're making Jeff even look shamed here. Right? I, I, <laughs> that's yeah, that's I'm hard. To start I, painting I am looking again. for more stuff to 3D print, but I'm just, you know, I want to get hmm. I want to get something figured out in that board first. I'll, so. I'll find you some stuff to print. I don't, I don't, I'm just, <laughs> just the octopus with the middle finger. I mean, while I'm still sitting here at home, I might as well get the, while I'm working from home, I might as well have the 3D printer running, so. Yeah. That you mean. Yeah. Yeah, he's right. You're not wrong. You can 3D print me a basement. It's a lot of, <laughs> lot of uh, filament. That's not how this works. That's not how any <laughs> That's of this works. This works. <laughs> <laughs> just printing two by fours out of plastic. That sounds like a great idea. It just sounds like a great use of. Considering a, my bed is like roughly you know six inches by six inches, it's going to take an awful lot. Uh, well, how how high can it print? Uh, about eight inches. Oh God, that's yeah. That would take forever. Yeah, right. we're not going to do that. That, Thanks. So, that, yeah, I'm, I'm glad. Wasn't offering. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Print toys only, thank you. Yeah, right. Um, okay, so we talked about D-Day book in, was that the last episode or was that the 54. previous episode? I don't know, 54? 54. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm going to go through a little bit of the history here. We were we received an early version of the book. Uh, so it sounds like they made some changes just, after um, we'd gotten Just it. like we typically receive yeah. early versions yeah. right. of yeah. books. Yeah, we like had some che- feedback on yeah, it. Yeah, and do some checking. Just make sure that things made sense to some degree, as much as we could. I know that like they were under time crunch when we were looking at it. But anyway, so we saw an early version, um, and we apologize. One of the authors reached out to us and had some things to say about it, about what we, what our podcast said about it. I don't think any of it was like disparaging. We weren't railing on the book. Uh, he um, didn't. He didn't send the message in all caps. So. Right. So he wasn't yelling at us in internet <laughs> he was, speak. He was giving us the the feedback that we stupidly always ask for. Right. No. He was actually giving, well, <laughs> right. Not wrong. And in and in some cases was giving us context, like as to why things happened the way they did. And I, I think it was an interesting, like having read through the conversation, it was actually very very good. Um, but so anyway, so here's we're going to go through a couple things that the author wanted to call out that we thought that he, that he thought were worthy of things to talk about that maybe we didn't we kind of glossed over. Um, let's start at the first one. I think the first one's interesting. That well, 
and we had we had kind of asked and kind of were trying to muddle through and figure out what this was during the episode. And that was the, mm-hmm. the commando list. Yep. And that yeah, it is. You know, we kind of came to the conclusion that yeah, it is. It's a, it's an army list in its own right. It just happens to be British. Right. But it's a it's an army list. So it's it's it would be considered separate from the British list. Right. And it wouldn't be considered a British reinforced platoon if you're going to those as we mentioned in 53 to talk about competitive play, that gold level tournament would disqualify this from being a British g- generic reinforced platoon. Right. But it is in fact an army list. Sure. That, I mean, yeah, and and who knows what the future holds for something like that. I kind of like the idea of it. I know we've talked about it before. Um, well, we're going to talk about it again later this episode. Ooh, yay, fun. Okay. Um, so the next one is the bikes are three separate units. I kind of remember this. We, you know, we were talking about this from the what was it? The what was the other unit? The, the Western the African unit. The Western Desert those. one had the same problem where you're like, are these three units? Is this one dice? Three dice? What the? And what is I this? I looked back at that Western Desert. In fact, just this evening, I looked back at the entry, and that uh, that Western Desert entry has a <clears throat> comprised of this one command vehicle, one to three of these vehicles, and one of this vehicle. So that clearly says that's a unit to me. This okay. reads more like. Uh, the bomb stick guys from the Japanese book, or the MMG slots, or the sure. anti tank slots from Soviet. That's how this reads, and that is apparently how it was intended. Yeah. So, um, so that's good to know from the author what their intent was. So, and three bikes or three separate units. Maybe that was a couple of the the last minute uh, catches they got before print. Yep. Cool. So, like it was a eleventh hour adjustment that they did before it went to the printer. So. Mm-hmm. I'm cool. waiting for my book to mark it shipped, and yeah, I'll, we'll be happy to revisit that too when it if, when it gets here, hopefully by Christmas. <laughs> yeah, who knows? Uh, so then the next one is the twelfth SS was mine. I don't know what that statement meant. Was that from uh, that the author's the, perspective? Yeah, that was okay. from the author's perspective. He said it wasn't meant to be competitive, but it should be a good laugh. And that was the one where uh, if they failed the order test, instead of going down, they charged the closest unit. Oh yeah, yeah, okay. Okay. Yeah, that's okay. It's okay to not put competitive things in theater books. That's fine. I think that's mm-hmm. a per- appropriate place for them. Yeah, theater books are always about history as yep. opposed to competitiveness. Right. So it's nice that we get new units that sometimes are competitive, but that's not necessarily their intent, and I think that's right. okay. Cool. Uh, and then the last one is a second look at, Le- at Luftwaffe. Let's look, let's look at the Luftwaffe. And that, you know. I'm saying that right. That sounds wrong. Luftwaffe? Luftwaffe? It's as close as an English speaker is going to get to say Yeah, I'm butchering butchering Germans. Yeah, sounds like Luftwaffe. I've got to say it more angry. Sorry, Germans. (laughs) Jesus. It's not more angry, it's just more German. Well, the W is a a V sound (laughs) anyway. More German. Uh, Okay, so... But this uh, probably was us towards the end of the episode and towards the end of a four hour, which means it was probably five or so hours recording time, so... Yeah. Well, I mean, no... No excuses. Right, I mean, we, we probably have a tendency to get a little glossy at that point. Well, so, yeah. Yeah, and we need to we drink don't always our five-hour energy job. drinks at that point. We don't always do a good job. And so, also true. Um, we, we often don't do a good job. <laughs> right, and so I don't think there's any problem with us going back and, nope. and correcting, I mean, some of the things that we get called out on, because if we had to correct everything, I mean, we wouldn't ever be able to talk about anything else. So, Right. <laughs> Wouldn't have right. to worry about scrambling for content, that's for sure. <laughs> no, that would, every be other great. episode would be an apology tour. <laughs> Maybe we should just change that to our lead-in. 
We haven't done that for a while. I haven't had to do an apology to her for a while. I just, I mean, I did just apologize for butchering the German language, but that's appropriate. Uh, <laughs> maybe, I don't know. I'm trying to find this guy's name now, though. Unfortunately, I, I, I have lost uh, his name. Gareth Walsh is what is listed okay. in the back of the book. So did go. we want to revisit the Luftwaffe entries now? Or? Yes, let's do it. Let's, okay. Can we? Yeah. Go for it. I well, I don't have the book open right now. Oh, uh, sorry. Well, I do. Yeah, I know you do, Pat. That's why I'm... I'm going to grab it, too. Hang on. I'm All leaning right, so on you. The Army's, the Army's special rules, they're second-rate troops. Uh, so that you cannot include any veteran infantry or artillery units. Okay. So. That's... Uh, okay. And so, another side note in one of the messages, he said that they had they had played tested this quite a bit and had apparently won some tournaments with this. So it is definitely a viable list, unlike okay. the the with the SS the, the previous one that we talked the twelve SS. Yep. Uh, so these are poor quality NCOs. They don't get the and and actually, if, if you listen to the latest uh, Warlord podcast, I think is twenty nine, maybe nineteen. They actually have both of the authors on talking about this book, the D-Day okay. Duke book two, and it was actually really well done. That's with uh, Brad over there, Warlord. Yep. Uh, so they don't get the initiative training, which is the automatic replace the officer. Yep. Okay. And they they do get prepared defenses. They get a hundred points of defenses for free, that are on pages one eighty one eighty four one eighty five in this book. So minefields and bunkers and shit like that, I'm yep. assuming. Okay. and stuff like that. Yep. So, and unless stated otherwise, they can only use the infantry that's selected in these pages. Uh, so they've got their headquarters, which is a Luftwaffe officer. Um, do you finally get a chance to get inexperienced officers? Oh, with Germans. With Germans, you don't have that option nope. other than in this list. So that's, okay. that's a little point saver if you're trying to do that, you know, dual platoon to get the goodies and, you know, pay the 35-point tax for the inexperienced second lieutenant. Sure. You can, of course, have it two guys. Uh, they've got limited training. Luftwaffe officers do not benefit from the Blitzkrieg special rule on page 17 of the Army's Germany book. What okay. is the Blitzkrieg special rule? I remember off the top of their head. Um, no, I don't, actually. That's... What's wrong? I didn't have that. I didn't look that up before. Bad Pat. I don't know what it is either. Well, there's a, okay, it's a German Army book special rule, right? Yep. Yeah. There's only a couple of them. There's the there's the replacing your officers. Saw. Hitler's blood saw. Your yeah, officers uh, getting an extra order dice, which I think that's what this is. That's got to be. Yes, it. it is. Oh, yep. call to action. Yep. So it's bigger snap to actions. Okay, so it doesn't get yep. that, which makes sense for the end of, for your officer to not get that. Okay, right, because they they just didn't receive the training. In this mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And they've got okay. the medic, which is only available in an experienced, which is uh, a, which is, opposite of what the German. Yeah, as I say, I thought is. Germans were only veteran or only veteran. Yeah, eighteen point medic. So that's yep. sweet. That's a sweet little. Yes, medics gift. are only available thirty point veteran in the German book. Now that I finally got that one open too. There you go. Yeah. Uh, they've got the Luftwaffe Defense Squad. So this is five guys for 20 points that are that inexperienced. They're shirkers. Yeah, they're shirkers, though. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't like shirker. but Well, and I think this is this is kind of like uh, the, the the gist that I got when listening to the Warlord podcast. That this is supposed to be a, 
a mass infantry list. Well, Which that's is, one way to do it. I mean, four points a guy. Yeah, yeah, but it's five guys. Can they can well, it grow? You can, go you up can to get nine. five more. Yep. Uh, go up to ten. ten. Yeah, yeah. It, it's it's interesting, um, but I, I guess I don't know the history. I, I would not expect the Luftwaffe to be able to field well, masses of infantry. But that's the, just me. Inexperienced infantry. These well, I, I understand the inexperienced thing, but not. I mean, just not tons and tons of them. So well, these these weren't normal ground troops. These right. were the guys that were protecting and maintaining the airfields. Yeah, right. They're, mechanics, they're the Air Force. Your cooks, ship, yeah. yeah. Your gas bumpers, your wrench turners. Exactly. These, these okay. Are, so right. it's a bit last ditch is basically... I mean, is it just one of the versions of last ditch? Yeah, they're like, right. hey, uh, they're overrunning our, our airfields. Tell you what, you can either fight or be killed. Yeah. Well, I guess I'll put down this rolling pin. Then. Yeah, or run away. Yeah. yeah. When they didn't, they don't let you run it away. Well, shirkers, I mean, By their they're not known yet. to stick around. So, right, uh, that's and, and that's the problem I have is like shirkers. Yeah, shirkers, the hard part, and yeah. it even says right. Well, that's here why they're that really cheap. The, the yeah. squad is drawn from such motley collection of men that often drawn from non-combative arms uh, and trains to fight mm-hmm. against allies in times of emergency. So, mm-hmm. cool. And then they've also got a reconnaissance squad, which is. The same four, same four, five guys, 40 points in experience because they're not shirkers this time. They're still inexperienced. Uh, they can get two Panzerfoss, lookout guys. Um, okay. You can add up to five more at eight points each because they have scouts. Their reconnaissance squads are set up in the same manner as snipers unless the bicycles are taken, and you can take bicycles for them if you want to. Oh, don't interesting. Take bicycles. Don't yeah, take don't bicycles, take bicycles, by the way. Yeah. Not in a scout it's squad. It's only a point per, but yeah, I would. Yeah, they're already at eight points in experience. You can put them where so. you want them. Yeah, and that's for the scout. So yeah, it seems like you should. Make I, use I mean, that I like that ingrained scout rule. Well, I yeah. mean, yeah, you know, this <laughs> the unit, bikes aren't going to do you much good. You're taking you're taking a five man unit with um, scouting with two Panzer files at fifty points. That's what you're doing with this unit. I yeah, can see kind of like up to ten men with. Yeah. It. Well, I, I mean, scouting's the, huge. Yeah, I mean, what you're looking at is, is to get those Panzerfaust within within half range to mitigate the the inexperienced negative shot yeah. modifier. Well, what I want to do with them is take my 10 men and use that scout rule to set them up in a nice hard point somewhere on the table. Kind of make it's, it, it's, make it de- 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 deterrence to tanks. Right. It's got to yeah. be tough to move them out of there. Yep. B- buildings are death traps, but ruins are really good. Yeah, you know, yeah. yeah. That's a Fine. good point. If you've got cover that you can dump them in, effective cover to help mitigate their inexperienced. Yeah. That, yeah, that, yeah, there you go. So, I mean, just, I guess I, yeah. I think, I Depending think our bias you have is, on the list, yeah. we don't play a lot of inexperienced armies. We don't. No. Like, we'll and take I, inexperienced squads occasionally, but we almost never play a fully inexperienced army. And I think right. that's the difference between uh, Europe and America. Yeah. Is we don't see a mass infantry Spam here, sure. Much that's not right. that's not normal and inexperienced. That you know they die so quickly and just like they don't really hit the broadside of the barn when they shoot them. I mean, there's good as stormtroopers in some cases, and we just don't put them out there very often. You know. Yep. Yep. But uh, if that's there, that's a different play style. I don't know. Maybe we should look into that. I mean, that, I think that was one of the comments that he made too. Is like it seems like the play styles in America and Europe are entirely different. That you know we just sure. Yeah. And looking at it, yeah, it's a bunch of inexperienced stuff. I, I would dismiss this as not being competitive, but I've yeah. never done the play style. 
and I don't yeah. want to pay 80 or 100 guys. guys. Yeah. Shit. Well, I mean, you don't, you don't want to paint my Romanians for me? Well, you're not painting your Romanians for me. <laughs> Fair <laughs> good point. <laughs> Ouch. Burn. In order to make them effective, you have to have multiple units because so you can overlap. So in case three of them get pinned down and can't do anything, you've got another seven right behind them that are applying the pressure. Right. Right. And, you know, well, it's... Uh, I mean, I, I I can see the play style. I understand it. I just... I mean, I just don't... How many yeah, points I mean, were it, the... It works. It's just not... It's not a combined arms force, in my opinion, which is, is what I favor, but... Sure. How many points were the Shirker units? 20? Four 20 points a man. Yeah, four it's four points, points a man, yeah. So, and you can get it up to 10? Yep. 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 So, 40 points a model, or 40 points a unit. You can have five units in a... Seven in this field in this. Oh, you can have here. seven in each in each platoon. Two, yeah, two are mandatory. Five, uh, zero to five after that. Yeah, and that's it. You, we got to talk about the the actual list that these are involved in making. They're not a standard. They're not a generic reinforced platoon. They're their own platoon. And how I kind of wish they were. And and Jeff, um, yeah, they get the hundred points of prepared defenses that they can set up on their half of the table. Yep, which means your ten man. Recon units, you can guarantee that put them in hardcover. Yeah, yeah, good point. Uh, I've got one caveat to that is when I'm looking at the theater selector, it's maximum of one Luftwaffe reconnaissance squad per okay. platoon. That's so you only better. get one of them per per a what platoon. So you can have more than one platoon. Yeah, and you got a cheap officer. Yeah, I'm just mm-hmm. looking at like okay, so if you wanted to like the, so. I'm just exploring the idea of inexperienced squads and what you would do here. I, you could get an, an officer in seven five-man squads for 175 points. So you could have, in theory, what? That, you could have five of those? So you'd have... Well, I mean, you'd only, you'd only want the minimum if their artillery was significant enough that you were spamming it to take advantage of that. Right. What, what I'm looking at for is just pin generation, right? That's, I mean, they're not, well, I mean, they're they're not going to hurt very much. So they're not, yeah. they're not, you're not pinning anything with them, well, you, typically. You Probably not. Maybe not, yeah. But they have another unit, too. Should we talk mm-hmm. about their pioneers? Sure, let's do it. Okay, so they got pioneers. This is again five uh, thirty-five points to back to the standard. This is a regular option, and of course, okay. I said pioneers, which means flamethrower, and mm. that can only be included in the regular. Okay. So this can go up to ten normal cost, but uh, yeah, so you can. So there's another unit throw in there. And that's how you get your flamethrowers, hmm. but you got to pay for regular at that. And you can have more than one of them, or are you only allowed one of them. Only one. Per per uh, thing. Per unit, I don't know what the platoon. pioneer restriction is in the platoon, though. Oh no, no, no. yeah, okay. It doesn't. It, well, normally it tells you if there's a restriction. Uh, it'll tell you in the theater selector, yeah, which yeah, is yeah. one. So and that's that's okay. the three infantry units that you have in there. Okay. So they got access to flamethrowers. That, that, and that singular flamethrower per per a platoon. So if per you wanted platoon. to yeah. spam platoons, you could do it pretty easily. What did you say, list. Jeff? It's a single pioneer. Yeah, per platoon. Per okay. platoon. But I mean, that's a good unit. So here's here's what makes me sad in this. Mm-hmm. The FDL, which is the one that you can get the Luftwaffe Reconnaissance Squad in, Theater Selector, yep. does not let you get an eighty eight. The okay. Luftwaffe Defense Force, which you can that you can all you can get pioneers, but you can't get the Scout Squad, has a zero two for an eighty eight. 
So oh. you have two 88s per platoon. Okay. Oh. Okay. And you've got your single pioneer unit. So no actually, if I were doing two platoons, I'd do one of each. Yeah. Yeah. Because you could have your 288s on one end and keep that one cheap as chips. Yep. With your 288s. Um, at, well, and you have your pioneer, your, your full blown pioneer unit with with the flamethrower. Yep. And then you get your full out recon unit with your free defense set up and any additional in, inexperienced support troops pushing forward. Um, well, I mean, what else? What else? I mean, is there anything? What about the aircraft, any aircraft guns and tanks and things? Is there some uh, good stuff there? They do. They have uh, a thirty-seven millimeter flax ruling, forty-three. Sing- singular. Regular. It's a two heavy auto cannons on a rotating platform. So two, okay. So not quad, but two. That's cool. Two, okay. Two heavies. So it's seventy points regular. Yep. And the heavy automatic cannon is that the one inch template? Yeah. Uh, when firing HE, otherwise it's a plus three and Pen. two shots. Yep. So it's okay. Plus three. It's, that's it's, okay for seventy points. That's all right. Yeah, yeah, that's not bad. You can add a gun shield for five points if you really want to. If you're feeling frisky. Uh, Pat, question. Yo, uh, I'm looking at this selector and it says I could take it veteran, but I thought I couldn't take veterans artillery pieces in this. That's what it said at the very beginning. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was the one of those. That was the first special rule. Because I would troops. Yeah, because I would love to take a. Flight yeah, um, but is that saying? Yeah, is that I mean, saying not infantry include, though. Any veteran infantry or artillery units. Oh, so. it says, and it says artillery units. Okay, so you can't. It, it was that. a copy. Maybe maybe they likely. caught that before it got yeah. to print. Maybe right. yeah, maybe that's different in the print version because yep. we're looking at yeah. the old version again. Yeah, which yep. we know is is not correct. is not accurate. So. so, because that thing veteran with the gun shield is awesome. Eighty two right. points, eighty seven with the gun shield, and now you got to roll sixes to hurt it with four men too. Yeah, that's fantastic. At eighty two, yeah, that's that that is good at eighty two points. Mm-hmm. Sniper don't care. It's it's cool too. It's a sniper ain't doing dick to that. It's an artillery piece. It's right? a cool right. piece well, of taking uh, off one guy at a time if he's lucky. Right. If he's lucky. If he wants to cool do that for four turns, feel free. Yeah. Right. <laughs> that sounds like a perfect use of a I'm sniper. I'm fine with that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Please keep shooting my artillery piece. That's fine. Oh no, another guy uh, they, dies. They have a tank emplacement. Uh, we we discussed this at length in the last episode. Yeah. It's a Renault F15 turret that's just basically in the ground, but it's only just inexperienced. Yeah. Yeah. R- and then they've got the Renault F-17, which is the Kill which me. is a French tank that this captured. So it's Renault, right? Or Renault? Yeah, yeah. Renault. Yeah. No, I think the L is silent. Oh, I said Renault. Okay. <laughs> wow. It's okay. I'm going to get snobby about my French. Apparently, don't give yeah. a two shits about the German, but the French. I'm going to ride you on. <laughs> wow. Uh, and then here's a okay. Here's a transport in tow. They have a horse wagon. You can you can put six Dang. guys on it. Just transport. That's a horse. Eight, Eighteen points for six guys. Uh, it can be taken, and that this is the this can be taken as a generic reinforced platoon selector. It may not be taken in an armored platoon. Aw, so <laughs> no no cheap transport for those guys that need need to have a ride. It Just can't be taken in the armored horse platoon. and get the cowboy train going. That would have been fun, actually. Hey, so I'm, could, I'm curious about a wording here because this is this is my profession sneaking in. It says it can tow any light gun or howitzer. So is that any light gun or any light howitzer, or any light gun or any howitzer? Duh. I'm hoping that's corrected in this for sale book. Right. Uh, I would read that to mean any light gun or any light howitzer. Uh, I would infer that, but I wouldn't read it that way. Right. Okay. They're not using the Oxford comma, or are they? 
There's no comma. No comma. Okay, then I would maybe, say maybe the, maybe the comma is silent. <laughs> it probably is, Pat. This is only in the only in the it's, French language, though. It's entirely possible it's corrected in the release version. And um, yeah. okay, well, let's not let's not waste too much time on it. Then we'll right, we'll nope. readdress that when we get the book. So we'll we'll make sure we stretch this out over four or five episodes. Yep, and we'll we'll maybe next episode we'll go into the the platoon and theater selectors, but Jeff kind of already alluded to a lot of them there. Yep. Yeah. So I think. So I'm I'm loath to dig on any nitty gritty details if, since we don't have the final version in our hands. Right. right. Yeah. That's the that's the tricky part about it. Um, but taking a look again, I think the big thing is that uh, we shy away from inexperienced troops, and this is an inexperienced troop platoon selector. Yeah, yep. definitely. And that's probably why we wrote it off for the most part, is it didn't match our play styles here. Yep. I'm I'm intrigued. Worse. I'm intrigued to try it at some point. I still want to try an American army with as many machine guns as I can fit because I, I, I've seen it played once and I think it's intriguing. But we'll have to talk. We'll have another conversation about that in another episode, I'm sure. Yep. Cool. So. We could dedicate an entire episode to, you know, tertiary armies that are actually should have a closer look at them that don't figure into the American meta. Right. Yeah. Totally. Like, or, or, yeah, exactly. How much, cool. um, how much do you think this comes down also to the 100 points of prepared defenses? Similar to the Italians. I think if you're playing tables that traditionally don't have as much terrain as we're used to playing in the upper Midwest, that can be humongous. Mm -hmm. Right? If you're used to playing bare-ass open tables, dropping 100 point of fortifications is humongous for you. Yeah. But if you're playing, like, tables we normally put together where there's hardcover, you know, every six inches, that's kind of like, eh. But but you can can buy buy minefields. Where are you going to put them? (laughs) You can buy minefields instead then. Right, like, th- sure. Minefields are effective, like ways six of stopping funnels. Like you know, like here's, you know, making choke points and stopping tanks from driving in directions you don't want them to go. It's kind of an assuming the thing. tank gives a crap about driving through the well, minefield. They should care about driving through minefields, right? Mm. Shouldn't they? In real life, you bet. In bolt action, <laughs> eh. eh, kind of, sort of. It's like running into a Goliath. Right. Well, um, tanks are over overpointed, anyways. For, it's yeah, very true for what they do. I, so. It's an interesting. I, we'll have to. We'll have another conversation about that too. I'm sure. So, yep. Um, all right. So the next topic is uh, is a conversation that's been going on on YouTube. Is it YouTube path that we've been seeing this? The cyber wars. Um, uh, so this is uh, no guts, no glory, or no dice, no glory, no dice, no glory. I think no dice. Yeah, no dice, no, no glory. Dice. Uh, they had. A while back, they had Cyber Wars 1, which is where they had basically a round table with Warlord guys. This, yep. They just did the second version of this. As we record, they did it this morning. Uh, I wasn't able to catch the live record because, you know, I have a kid running around doing stuff. I'm sure you know how that goes, Rick. But um, I started... Not I just one. Somebody. I don't know what one is like anymore. Yeah. I get four running around constantly. Anyway. Yeah, yeah so, yeah, so, so that I happened this morning. That, yeah, that happened this morning. Uh, I caught a little bit of it, but uh, it was... Paul Walker, John Russell. They had Alessio on there for a while. They had a couple of the Warlord guys. They had, uh, I think, Marcus, who's one of those guys that's on the Twitch thing. I okay. haven't seen that. But I've heard about it a couple different times. Apparently they do a, a live Twitch thing, 7 o'clock their time, so it would be like 2 o'clock our time. 2 a.m. or 2 p.m.? 2 p.m. Okay. So 7 Reasonable. Real, yeah. yeah, on a Mondays. So if you, okay. if you like checking them out... I, I haven't seen them. I know nothing. If they're good, bad, terrible, or awesome, but they're warlord people, so I'm sure they like talking about bolt action. Well, I mean, warlord are good people for the most part. Yeah. I haven't met yeah. a bad warlord person yet. So, 
Well, for so, all parts, from our experience. It's yeah, not a, yeah. for most part, so. So, you know, check them out if you want to. I can't say as if they have good content. That's probably what I'm saying. Not if they're good people. I just can't say as they have good content. Fair. Good point. Okay. But the couple of things that I had caught in just the first hour that I watched is uh, they had Alessio talking about, we talked about this a while back, we'd hinted at this board game that's coming out that's kind of kind of pulled together Cruel Seas, uh, Blood Red Skies, and Bolt Action into a one game board. And he talked about that, and they're calling it Combined Arms. I don't know if that's a final release or if that's just a working title of what it is. So it's a board game, and it's just basically like the red versus blue. It's not any specific armies and you can play the board game and it's got infantry pieces it's got you're representing whatever and it's got uh, planes and boats and apparently you just play the game but the beauty is that you can take it and his example was you can say okay this infantry is worth x hundred of bolt action and so you can use it as a campaign grid to then you know take your campaign so okay well we're going to fight here okay that means you have 500 points in bolt action. You have a you have 700 points. You just get the get the game in sometime this week and come back and we'll adjust the board. So it kind of struck me as being similar to when we did that thing with uh, Armada, except for it's actually a contained game that you can play by itself. Cool. Yeah, that sounds really cool. It sounds really cool. I really would like to know more about that. If anyone out there listens can help me find out more about that, that'd be great. Uh, and then John Russell and uh, Paul Walker talked about the competitive play again. Uh, back in 50, I think it was 54 we had John. We had No, we had Paul on talking about it just last episode. Or was it 53? I don't know. Those two blend together. Sorry, Rick. <laughs> um, but again, they reiterated the fact that they're, they're working with Easy Army to get that to it being... A warlord approved, and what they're looking for in it is, here you go, uh, your TOs. This is your submittal platform. We'll have the kinks worked out, and now you know that this is good, and you don't have to be, uh, well, a pat to know which army, which units are regulation to have in a in a in a in, a, in, in an army. So, and they talked about getting best coast pairings again. So that's all live, and. Then they also talked about the global campaigning that they want to do. Um, so check them out. They had some interesting points in there, and then they started talking about Blood Red Skies, and I had to have dinner or something and haven't gotten back to it. So. <laughs> the, the interest <laughs> dropped off dramatically. Okay. <laughs> well, well. Let's see. I think it was Andy Andy Cohen. Is that his name? Is there? He was talking about the Blood Red Skies, and I'm like, well, I guess I'm hungry. I'll have some dinner. <laughs> so. Check it out, though. Uh, we did put a link on our Facebook page. If you have any trouble finding it, it's there. And once we drop this episode, I'll maybe put a bump in there, too, just so you can find it easier. It's always good to hear from the game designers. Yeah, it's, usually, it's the Warlord so, guys, and they're yeah. talking about their games. So it's You're talking, cool. you're, you're, you were referring to Andy Chambers, I assume. Chambers, there you go. I knew it was a C. I was like, geez, dude. Like, I'm like, well, it's I know Andy, Andy Chambers. Chambers. Yeah, you're right. That's, he, wrote, he wrote Blood Red Skies. So that's why I was like, mm-hmm. I'm like it must have been Andy Chambers. I okay. C. Yeah, and you were close, but I Thanks. mean, you're, you're stuck not with clearly. Just, just call him Andy C like you're hip and down. You, uh, you need to AC. show the, the Great Horned Rat more respect. He wrote the fourth edition Skaven book. So. <laughs> right, yeah, yeah. And he wrote Stronium Dog, too. Strontium Dog. 
Strontium. Strontium. Uh, Dale, if you no. if we ever meet him and you say praise to yeah, the great, great horned rat when you meet him, T-Sama. I will buy you all your drinks the rest of the day. Oh, all right, that's a deal. You don't, even, you don't even have to buy me anything. I'm going to say it. So you, you know, you know, Dale would do that no matter what. His that was going to happen. Well, I was just trying to find an excuse to buy him drinks. So. <laughs> Oh God! No, that's he, um, so. Yeah, well, I don't know if he was responsible I mean, for the dreaded thirteenth thirteenth spell, where I turned Jake Bromley's half of his iron iron yep. beards with his seven hundred point lord into rats and let go. I never saw him so sad and so quickly <laughs> yeah. in my life. So, anyways, old war stories. Let's go. Yeah, that's my that, that tangent was my fault. Yeah. Sorry. Eh. It, no, I well, I, I, I had to go I look up who Andy was. What, well, you can't say we aren't getting more professional with 55, 55 episodes. I can't say very often right. to say it. I'm sure there's um, not to no say. confusion on that matter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm, yeah. So you should tangent some more is what you're saying. All right. That's a challenge for the second half of this episode. All right. Uh, I think this is appropriate. I think this is Pat wanted to talk. Like You wanted to do this before, Pat, and I think we all kind of were like... Uh, I, I don't know that we were we were lukewarm on it for sure, um, but in in I don't know in memory of so obviously Alex Trebek just died or passed away, so yeah. we we're gonna pay homage to him in some respect. I think this is gonna be fun. We'll see if this is fun. So I I came up with uh, with uh, bolt action Jeopardy. All right. So I will obviously be playing the part of Alex and the hosts, um, and I did a. Random selection and back, and it will be Rick. Will be do. Will be controlling the board first. Oh but crap! The first part of Jeopardy. Uh, I'll see if I can post the categories. The S S-word, word for a hundred. All right. So Sword. the categories are mind your P's and Q. Mind your P's and HQs. Oh lord. So this would be about uh, HQ units for the most part. Uh, AFV, the final battle. What does America's so. funniest videos have to do with this? <laughs> Armored fighting vehicles. Oh, yeah, I'm out on that one. Uh, it's a team thang. It's a team weapons. <laughs> that so one's awful. I'm sorry, Pat. That <laughs> one's awful. They're, they're supposed to be awful, I, by the way. That, that's okay. Weapons of messy destruction. So this would be clues about weapons. And check the, the penis, my dear. What? Check the building code. Oh, that one's going to be awful, build, too. Your answer will involve rules about buildings. Oh. So um, what do I get for having negative here? Because I'm going to be terrible. Yeah, I am, too. Uh, are we doing this with our rule books closed? Uh, how many Jeopardy contestants get to have their encyclopedia or whatever? Well, it's got they're, you there. They're freaking smarter than I am, Pat. Well, you've read the <laughs> rule books. Turned... You've listened to a podcast <laughs> or two. Uh, all right, let's do. Let's go with the first one. Mess, mind Play your P's and home, everyone. Yeah, mind your P's and HQs for. And do we get a choice between one hundred and five hundred, or you just just pick a category in this? Uh, you can you can, if you want. To try, uh, yeah, you can pick whatever one you want to. I got all right. Let's go with three hundred. All right, now you guys will be using your name as your buzzer. Okay, so as soon so, as you so I'm going to say Rick, 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 Rick. Is that what I do? Just say it once, please. No. Okay. Got it. Okay, so whenever whenever you feel you know the answer, feel free to jump in. And, of course, if you're wrong, you get negative. All right, Shit. mind your P's and HQ's for 300. The clue there is, this rule per, uh, prevents a medic from firing any weapon. Rick. Dale, 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 Dale. Rick. Oh, wait, I'm supposed to say it once. Sorry. What is the Geneva Convention? That's correct. Woo, we got we it. We just right. talked okay. about this. 
We've recently right. talked about this, so I knew that one. Um, let's do AV, 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 America's Funniest Home Videos for, <laughs> for, for 200. For 200. All right. Who there? <laughs> the British nickname for, this, for the Stuart M3M5 was this. The, Jeff. Go ahead. Honey. It's not named Jeff. Yep. Correct. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Jeff. Did he ask it as a question? Uh, yeah, Dale. you didn't hear me say, what is honey? Dale, what is honey? <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll provide a little leeway on the first Yeah, one that's fair. Thanks, Alex. I, I wouldn't sure. have Yeah, I know. That's because you're a jerk. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't even had a drink yet. What the hell? Maybe you should right, have. Jeff, you control the board. Yep. Oh, in that case, I'll take... Uh, it's a team thing for... Uh, you know, whatever you got. One, 100 to 500. 500. For 500. Oof. All right. Is it the daily there? double? Shit. <laughs> it is not. Sorry, I don't have any daily doubles on here. Oh. I know. Uh, rocket anti-armor rifle model 54 literally means tanks bane. Rick, 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 Rick. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's not me. <laughs> Jeff. Four. Go ahead. For me? Yep. What is a Panzer Shrek? Andrew Shrek is correct. Oh, shit. I thought that was just a green guy with weird antennas. <laughs> in right. a tank. In a tank, yeah, in the tank. All right, Dale at zero, Rick at 300, Jeff at 700. Jeff, you have the board. Um, that. Weapons of messy destruction for 500, Alex. Um, okay, clue there is. If a unit of infantry includes men armed with this weapon, they are allowed to direct its fire against a separate enemy unit. Dale. Dale. What is indirect weapon? Wrong. Minus 500. Jeff. Jeff, go ahead. What is an anti-tank weapon? Uh, Also not correct. I think both of those are correct, actually. (laughs) I do, too. (laughs) They they, They both can be that, but I don't know what the term is actually called. Four, uh, three. Rick, 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 Rick. Okay. What is uh, HE weapon? Incorrect. Oh, shit. It's, it just has to have penetration. It, it is a one-shot weapon. One, oh, one-shot weapon. Well, that, that isn't what, what Rick, 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 Rick said. That is not what Rick, Rick, Rick said. But that is not what the wording is in the book. Well, oh, all right. Shit. The, the judge is sucking in this game. I'm done. Wow, <laughs> <laughs> that was not the wording of the book. Well, Fine. during the break, we'll, we'll we'll see if we can if we uh, the judges can be convinced otherwise, and we can adjust the score. No worries. Let's keep going. We have to buy drinks. That's not the wording in the book. No, it's fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it, it makes sense. I agree. Uh, controls back to Jeff. Oh, because none of us got it right. Okay, yeah, fine. we all suck. Uh, mind your P's and HQs for five hundred. Let's get all the hard questions out. Going big ones. All right. Uh, clue there is. First appears in Battle of Bulge, later in New Guinea, and recently in Mariana and Palau Islands, even though it cannot normally fire a weapon. Dale. Go ahead. What is Chaplin? You got it, Dale. Nice. nice. Back at zero. Yeah, what am I at? Negative 200 right now? Yep. What is Jeff at? Jeff, 200? Jeff's at 200, yep. Wow, we're really breaking the bank here. <laughs> Dale, go ahead. Um, check the building code 500. Oh my well, that's God. big ones right away, huh? That's terrible. Right. Get it out of the way. Uh, a brick building has this random total damage value when the ass- when assaulted by a heavy or super heavy tank. Ooh. 
Brick building has this random total damage value when assaulted by a heavy or super heavy tank. Dale. Go ahead, Dale. What is more than a wood building? <laughs> <laughs> well, well, true is not the <laughs> Oh, shit. Four, I, I feel three, like losing money. Jeff. Two. Go ahead. What is 3d6? That is correct. <laughs> Damn it. That was, I was thinking you're answering that, but I thought it was too low. I was going to say it was five, but I brain said three. Uh, Jeff's crushing us. All right, Jeff. Uh, check the building code for 400. All right. You don't uh, have to ask that as a question. <laughs> if a flamethrower is used against troops in a building, then the building catches fire on a roll of this. What is the dice? I mean, Dale. Dale? <laughs> um, a six. Huh? What is a six? Uh, incorrect. Uh, Dale again. Uh, you can't. <laughs> Four. Come on, Rick. Try three, it. Uh, what is Rick? Or Rick. Rick, Rick, Rick. <laughs> what is Rick? I don't know what Rick is. Uh, what is a four, four plus? Uh, that's acceptable. Four, five, or six is the answer. That's, yes. Yeah, that's right. Four plus. <laughs> what is Rick? What is that, I don't very know. Very existential. You guys are so excited. <laughs> All right, go ahead, Rick. You got the board. Mm. Uh, did we do building codes for 300? We have not. Let's do check the building code for 300. Pat? All right. There is. Extra protection rule has no effect in close quarters or hits or against hits from this. Extra protection rule has no effect in close quarters or against hits from this. Jeff. Go ahead, Jeff. What is high explosive? That is an acceptable answer, yes. That nice. one would have been a flamethrower. Oh, so there's multiple answers. That's some... bullshit. <laughs> you didn't say either one of them. <laughs> that makes that bullshit. I, I, just, I just asked what is Rick. That didn't help me any. <laughs> Uh, check the building code 200. I think that's the last one in the category. Yeah, that should uh, be the last one. We still have 100 and 200. Oh, I didn't, yeah, uh, I didn't go for building code, yeah. No one, we have all the 100 still left. We're all right, clue there. Uh, a team weapon will only fire out of its designated opening until it does this. A team weapon will only fire out of its designated opening until it does this. Jeff. Jeff? Execute an advance order. Advance or run is acceptable, yes. I was like, until they pull their pants down. All right. So <laughs> why would you why would you have a designated opening if you've got line of sight three hundred and sixty degrees, which would allow you to fire out? Well, in if you're, in, in you're inside a building, team weapons require you to designate an opening to That's fire. That's right. Out. That's Snipers right. Snipers are not a team. Are not, mm -hmm. Sorry, team fixed weapon. But yes, you got the gist there. Judges, I knew what he meant. Yes. Yeah. I, I didn't have anyone to proofread these two, so. Yeah, that shows. <laughs> Oh, boy, wow. it's fire. It was fire coming out. He's wow, that, that liquor came right back. I'm really sorry about that. <laughs> oh, my goodness. All right, uh, Dale at minus 900. Rick's at 200. Jeff Woo. at 1,200. And you have the port, Jeff. I got to catch uh, up here. Let's clear the category. Check the building code 100. All right. In order to enter a building, an infantry unit must be ordered to do this. Dale. Go ahead, Dale. Run. That is what is correct. run? What is run? Sorry. That's when you eat Chipotle and... <laughs> that is... Oh. Gotta yeah, find Dale, a toilet, yes. Dale, you have the board. Um, America's Funniest Home Videos for 500. Armored Fighting Vehicles for 500. Didn't we already do that one? No, we did not. Okay, all right. 
This is the last 500 uh, uh, category. Oh, so I should I stop pouring roll. this liquor out. Oh, so this was actually built with uh, this was actually built with two prototypes almost complete and as many as nine under nine other under construction when Hitler canceled the program in late 1943. Rick, 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 Rick. Go ahead, Rick. What is the mouse? That is correct. Mm-hmm. Woo. Uh, let's do mind your P's and Q's for 400. Is 400 available on that one, Pat? P's and HQ's, yes it is. Yep, let's do that one. Uh, introduced in second edition, allows officers immediate to take one or more of their order Dale. dice from the bag. <laughs> Go ahead, Dale. What is snap to action? That is correct. Oh, we're coming back. Alex, what's left on the board for mind your P's and HQ's, please? Uh, 100 and 200. Uh, let's do 200. All right. Who there? Captain and Major's bonus extends to this range. Jeff. Jeff. Go ahead. Yeah, what is Jeff. 12 inches? That is correct. Also applies to... Your wife knows what that is. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I was going to say it, but I was going to say it much more vulgarly than that. <laughs> Jeff, you have the board. Uh, P's and HQ's are 100, please. Right. Who there is... Uh, these units are armed as depicted on the model. Dale. Typically, go ahead, Dale. What are HQ units? That is correct. Putting you at minus 300. Alex, what do we have left with AFE, please? Uh, we have 100, 300, and 400. Oh, let's crack out a 400, please. All right. Uh, had a powerful 122-millimeter gun mounted to a completely new dome-shaped turret, but was too late to fight in the West. Had a powerful 122-millimeter gun mounted to a new, completely new dome-shaped turret, but was too late to fight in the West. Four, three, two, one. I'm afraid to answer this one. Was the IS-3. That's the East. Uh, In the book it said West. Where the fuck are they fighting in the West? <laughs> I don't know. I copied out from the book and just changed the answer around. <laughs> I mean, I understand East, but who are they? I guess it's West for Russia, but I'm, like... Yeah, from Russia's vantage point, I chose it. <laughs> yes, yeah. I thought the, I thought the dome-shaped turret was the giveaway. Well, I, I was thinking the IS, but I'm like, but well, that's I, yeah. in the Eastern Theater. It's like, yeah. who the... It's like, I don't think anybody snuck Well, you teeth. silly American. Yeah, I know, right? What the heck? <laughs> and then I'm thinking, it's like, is the comet got a dome shape? No, we got to start thinking globally. Combo? We can't be so Yeah, we can't be so American-centric. Yeah, it's, yeah. All right. Uh, Let's do 300 AFE. Right. Yeah, it's still Dale's. Still Dale, sorry. Yeah, All still right. Dale. Yeah, I didn't get that. Uh, French medium tank, one-man turret, slow, and armored all around. Jeff. Go ahead. Some S35, what is? <laughs> okay, Yoda. Okay, Yoda. Uh, that is not the answer we have here. Mm. Uh, Dale. The other one. Go ahead. Uh, what is the Char B1 bis? That is the answer Correct. we were looking for. Uh, <laughs> is only armored to the front. Yes. Yeah, I, I double checked to make sure I didn't have two entries on that one. Yeah, because that would have been a messy. All right, Alex. Let's clear the board of America's funniest home videos. All right. This M4 Sherman tank in British Army had its main Dale. gun replaced. Go ahead. What is the Firefly? Firefly, the Sherman IC or VC. You're just correct, yes. Dude, you're just playing Pat now because you know which things he wants to talk about. 
Well, sometimes it's not about what you know. It's how well you can take the test. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> You're not wrong. <laughs> That's how I got through school. That's that, Well, anyways. Right, yeah, it's a different story. Yeah. Rick at 700, Jeff at 1100. All right. Let's crack open this team thing. Right, what do we got on the board? Uh, 500 is off. 400 is available. Let's go with 100. I'm feeling confident. Okay. <laughs> Two-man unit designated to take out armor, although the weapon was quickly obsolete. Dale. Rick, 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 Rick. Go ahead, Dale. What is a pain-in-ass torpedo? That is incorrect. Oh. Jeff. Oh. Negative. Jeff, go ahead. What is the anti-tank rifle team? That is correct. Yeah, better answer. Because it was correct. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Jeff, where do you want to go? Uh, this category, 200. All right. The U.S. Army's Browning... M2HB 50 cal was undoubtedly one of the best of these in World War II. Jeff. Go ahead. Heavy machine gun, what is? That, that is correct. Heavy machine gun. <laughs> Do you want to say comma what is at that end <laughs> Right. No, the comma's silent because it's French. Right. <laughs> Go ahead, Jeff. Uh, same category, 300? All right. This weapon has a minimum range of 12 inches that can hit targets up to 72 inches away. Dale. Go ahead, Dale. What is the medium order? Jeff. Go ahead, Jeff. What is a heavy mortar? That is correct. Oh, I bet my medium only goes out to 60. Oh, I was, I was thinking correct. outside <laughs> of the team thing. I was thinking artillery. Yeah, I was like, it was, tripped yeah. me for a second, too, but I was like, right, team Yeah, weapon. it's team yep. weapon. It's and only going to be team 12 weapon. 12 inches was, yep. the, was yep. the Q2. Yep. All right, that one went to Jeff. Anything There's, left in this category? There is one, 400. 400 Let's left. Let's do it. All right. Major Zeb Hastings said it looked like a musical instrument used by Bob Burns called this. Jeff. Yep, go ahead. What is a bazooka? That is correct. <laughs> I would have never gotten that. Right? <laughs> <laughs> really? It's like verbatim out of the color text in the book. <laughs> well, yeah, that means you have to have read the book. That doesn't make me a better player. So why, oh, wow. Why, why am I reading color text? Because <laughs> the author had the, the thought to put it there. Oh, so man. All right. Fire here. Jeff, let's see. We are at Dale's at negative 300. Rick's at 700. Jeff's at 2,100. You well, have the board, Jeff. Jeff. Uh, Try uh, hard. Is there anything left to check the building code? Uh, weapons of messy destruction is 1 through 400 left. No. That's 400 we weapons of messy destruction. Which value? 400, please. 400. All right. It's rubbing it in now. All right. Uh, a rapid-firing machine gun developed for airplanes, but also favored by British Special Forces. Jeff. Go ahead, Jeff. What is a Vickers? Uh, more specific, please. Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm out after that. That's all I got. I don't remember the numbers with it. Vickers. I don't know. Four, 50 right? cal or something. Three, Four or five? Two. It's the Vickers K. K. Yeah. Not numbers. <laughs> it wasn't numbers. It was letters. Uh, <laughs> Shit, I don't remember. Shit. All right. We we're same, I was calling the Vickers. Same. We got a chance. Yeah, see, that's another Gucci color flavor text thing. Uh, no, it says it's the actually. I can't even catch you. I can't even catch you, well, Jeff. Until he said British, I was going to say MG thirty four because that's a German one, right? That's a German yep. one, though. Yeah. No, it was that's the, the, the British might have liked those commandos, too. and it is in the commando entry. And in fact, we even talked about it during the D Day episode. So, yeah. well, I knew it was Vickers. I just didn't remember the letter with it. Yeah, yeah, I didn't. I wouldn't have gotten the letter. Uh, remember, if we double jeopardy, all values are doubled. So, 
No one's winning yet. Oh, that's right. There's only round of this. I'm not okay. Shit, there's uh, another round. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Do I still have the board since no one got that? Yes. Correct. Sure. What's left? Three, three, left three through one. 300, 300, 100. 300. All right. A five-point upgrade has two shots in an 18-inch range. Jeff. Go ahead, Jeff. What's an assault rifle? That is correct. Yeah. Oh, okay. I was thinking, I'm like, shotgun? Shotguns only get one shot, though, right? One shot. Yes. One thinking, shot, and they have assault, yeah. Okay. I was thinking it, it's, uh, it was just a two-shot weapon. I'm like, there aren't any just two-shot weapons. Like, piot, piot with a piot tape to it? Some GS two shots, but only 12 inches. It's a double-ended piot. Yeah, yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> like a twin zoop jeep, but piot. All right, Jeff, you want the 200 one I present? Yeah, 200, please. All right. This weapon special rule will also add tough fighter. Dale. Go ahead, Dale. What is submachine gun? That is not correct. That is not a special rule. Four, three, two, Good. one. Jeff. Jeff at the buzzer. What is assault? That is correct. Wait, wait, wait. The rule read read me the question again. Yeah, read this the weapon special rule. The weapon special rule is assault. Right, that gives it, not that this gives weapon is possessive, but this it's not weapon a weapon. The weapon rule. rule that makes sense. The weapon special rule. So, Confusing so, a little bit, but yes. Um, but you can't make them perfectly easy. Uh, okay, yeah, I mean weapon special rule. Yeah, it's not related to a single weapon. It's what yeah, rule if you'd seen, gives them tough fighter. There's an apostrophe s in that. Well, we can't see that. Past. <laughs> I know, radio, but, dude. Uh, yeah, I know, but so. the, it may not have caught the weapons special rule part. I need to enunciate more clearly for so this is the first time I've been this is the first time I've done this in a podcast. No, this is no, the I first think, time you've ever game Yeah, show. I mean it's yeah. I mean I get it. I'm not I'm not like you're not contesting that one, so no. I, I get right, it. Alright, so the last clue. The single most common weapon in the game and its namesake. Jesus guys. For oh, Rick, 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 Rick. Go ahead, Rick. Oh, Dale. The bolt action rifle. Yeah. That is correct. That's another like, one where we need to actually be able to see the question. It's like yeah, yeah that's like the namesake. I like that. I mean, it took it's me like, for, well, a for a second. What's the namesake of the weapon? Well, no, it's the namesake of the game. The of the game. Yeah, yeah, the namesake <laughs> of the game. But it is definitely a, the bolt action rifle is a thing. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Whew. I, I call right. shenanigans. The, the game's not named Neville Warfer. <laughs> it should be. <laughs> Jeff, Jeff, when Jeff's playing the game, he's like, my my rule book says Neville Warfer. <laughs> my rule book says <laughs> Neville Warfer. <laughs> Scroll across the top and cran. <laughs> So that finishes with Dale at negative five hundred, Rick at eight hundred, and Jeff at twenty two hundred. Nice way to go, Jeff. Are we? We're not done yet, though. Uh, we do have double Jeopardy. Do we want, how about we take a break? Before yeah, let's let's back. take a take a little nerve 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 inducing break here. Got to settle my nerves now. To I gotta get some nerves. water. Jesus. Yep. Yeah, I just need water. I need a drink. Pants <laughs> like going the opposite way. <laughs> <laughs> all, right. all right we'll be back uh it's andrew sisters tonight we're gonna listen to some andrew sisters i think right pat you sent it yeah, andrew sisters you're a lucky andrew fellow sister. mr smith that's you're, you're a hot. lucky fellow mr rick uh, um oh geez um they're like 80 dude they might be older than that uh they weren't when they sang this that's fair yeah, right. gotta live in the we'll moment back, right yeah, we'll be back in... I'm looking them up now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's three of them. I thought there were only two of them. All right. Anyway, we'll be back oh in three goodness. minutes. Oh, dear.
fellow Mr. Smith To be able to live as you do And to have that swell Miss Liberty gal Carrying the torch for you You're a lucky fellow Mr. Smith Do you know just how highly you raise You should thank your lucky stars And I mean you should thank all four DAs Man, you've really got a family tree With Washington, Jefferson, Lincoln, and Lee You're lucky to have ancestors like that Don't you know you were born with a feather in your hat? You're a very, very wealthy chet I don't care if you haven't a cent You've got your American way And brother, that ain't hay If some poor people could choose They'd love to be in your shoes That proves that your good fortune's no myth You're a lucky fellow, Mr. music and your sisters are always a joy they are alright so All right. So we're going to do this some more so to give us give us the recap what are we at alright Dale is uh, is suffering negative 500 I'm not suffering I'm having a great time okay alright Rick's at 800 <laughs> it's the listeners that are suffering 2200 okay. if it makes you feel any better during the break I accidentally shocked myself with my electric lighter so the fuck are you? I'm, all right. <laughs> what do you right. got an electric lighter for? Because uh, I wanted, to, I caught one on sale, and I wanted to have one for when I am outdoors. Okay, is that a thing it's that like like, norm- like sparks like repeatedly a lot? Yeah, it's a normal lighter, but it's got like where the flame would be. It's got four contact points. When you hit the button, it shoots an electrical. It, it's basically like a plasma arc between. So them. Nice. it's a taser. Is, is what okay. you're saying? It's basically a taser. What is a taser? It will, yeah, Very right. It'll range. light stuff oh. on fire, though. Yeah. But okay. if you get your finger too close to it, trying to feel the heat, it will arc to your finger and zap you. Oh, fun. Okay, well, no, note to self: if I ever have one of those, not to stick yeah. my finger it's near it. Pretty awesome. Not going to lie. Yeah. Okay. All right. So here are categories for double jeopardy. Ooh. All right. Uh, Ooh. You got fact. Oh boy. So these are questions. What is tiger fear? What came into the FAQ? Uh, what unit is it anyway? These clues will lead you to specific uh, unit names. 
observe and report uh, related to Ford observers. <laughs> Jesus, the things I've never played. What are things I've never played in this game? Uh, okay, say what? <laughs> this is uh, basically jargon slang terms that are used during the game. They're not all the Snafu? same terms, what? but uh, well. Well, are these are these global terms or are these more Americanisms? Uh, I think they're pretty much global. Okay. Okay. But uh, yeah, and then the last so like Shaysa is come aboard, and this is relating to transports. Okay. Well, uh, transports are never never worth the cost, so I'm losing that one. Now those horsey ones seem like they might be a valuable one now. Yeah, you can't take them in armored platoons, though. No, but you can reinforce platoon. Who cares about armored platoons? Jesus, Pat. All right. Uh, a six-man horse All wagon? Right. That's, yeah. Don't take Six-man horse wagon. That's a, that's a sound of a good band name. <laughs> oh, shit. I'm playing that band. Damn. <laughs> All right, Jeff. You, you got the board. All values are doubled. Oh, so it's yeah, I thought the lowest player got to go. You, you got fact for 200. All right. Fact for 200. In February 2020... This rule was reduced to 12 inches and then up to 18 Dale. inches. Go ahead, Dale. What is Tiger Fair? That is correct, and up to 18 inches what is in COVID? September. Hmm. All right. Say what, Dale. come again for 1,000. For 1,000? No, say what is the category and come again. Come aboard is a different one. <laughs> I made you say come again. <laughs> <laughs> Underwear? It's <laughs> a winner right there. Game's right, over. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, come aboard for a thousand, please, Alex. <laughs> Sneaky bastard. Come aboard for a thousand. Uh, units remaining on board a transport can be given this order that will work normally. Four, three, two, Rick. One. Dale. Okay, Rick. What is a run? Uh, that is incorrect. Oh, Dale. shit, I'm thinking of Dale, go ahead. What is rally? Rally is correct. Mm, is yeah. now working positive, and I believe Rick is working negative. Sweet. So, uh, come again for 800, please, Alex. Come on board. You know what I mean. For 800. <laughs> All right. Uh, this does apply to the officer unit itself, any other units carried on the same vehicle, and the vehicle itself, including when in reserve. Rick. Go ahead, Rick. What is the morale bonus? That is correct. Things are looking up. Good job. Way to go, Rick. Yeah. All right. Rick, you're at 600 now. Woo. Uh, come again for 600. Come I'm sorry. 600. It's, <laughs> I should have never said that. <laughs> no, I'm just come aboard again. Okay, fine. Come aboard again for 600. Welcome aboard. A transport must have this special rule to cross shallow water. Rick. Dale. Go ahead, Rick. What is amphibious? That is correct. Woo. All right. Uh... Let's go to 200, same category. Or whatever, the 400. You want the 400? Yeah, 400. Uh, Come aboard 400. Units on board a transport can be given these two orders. Dale. You must have them both. Go ahead, Dale. Um, What is advance and what is run? That is not correct. should have let him finish the question. Uh, I should have, You should listen to the first part. Jeff. Go ahead, Jeff. What is run and rally? That is incorrect. Oh. Rick, would you like to take a stab? Say that again. Uh, would you like to take a stab? On board, uh, units on board a transport can be given these two orders. Rick. Go ahead. Down and rally. That is incorrect. Oh, son of a... All right, whatever. We, we're fire all wrong. And, fire and ambush. Uh, I'm pretty sure that you can be given a run. And a rally. 
and in no advance. Longer, you're no longer on board the transport. You down, are when down you're and rally the orders. You can go down and transport. I suppose. I, well, I mean, down doesn't work. Down doesn't right. give you any benefit. There are no, five orders you, benefit, you can actually you can issue to a unit. Right, I suppose that, I should have had an effective one in there. I'll, I'll erase all the points. Maybe like um, if a unit Thanks, can Alex. remain in order for the, if the unit is remaining on the transport, what are sure. the two orders that can be given? Right. That's what we're that's what we're trying to drive at. I guess yeah, I yeah. But we were all Sorry. we were we were all right. Is what we're saying. It's yeah, but it's that stinking <laughs> you know the, the silent part of those questions we're missing those comments. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, back to you, Rick. Come aboard again for whatever the last one is. Closing out the category for 200. 400, two hundred. Four hundred, right? No, two hundred. Two hundred. Yeah, yeah. Okay. To board a transport, a unit must be given this order. Rick, go ahead. What is a run order? That is correct. Woo! All right. Uh, that category is now closed out. Let's try what is a unit anyway for 200, please. All right. This unit is the most common way to add flamethrower units to infantry Dale. units. Dale. <laughs> Dale. What is yeah, a pioneer Dale. unit? A pioneer or engineer, yes, would be correct. Uh, same category, Alex. Next uh, next higher dollar value. Uh, we're we're betting real money is on it anyway for 400. This unit has a stubborn rule, far different from paratroopers, and can and can tow a light gun or light howitzer. Jeff, go ahead, Jeff. What's a mule team? That is correct. Yes, this is my can tow my shit. They can't be commandos. All right, Jeff, you got the board. Uh, next category, uh, same category. Next question, higher. All right, for six hundred. Found in the Empire and Flames theater book, these units add stubborn to scary blighters. Dale. Go ahead, Dale. Oh, I'm, cr- I'm fucked on this one. Four, three. It's, n- it's two, not what is Kempatai officers. <laughs> Rick, 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 Rick. Go ahead, Rick. What are paratrooper Gurkhas? What? Oh, yeah, maybe. Except that, but it's Gurkha paratroopers, but yes. I Sorry, I got him out of order. That's all right. Uh, let's do the same category. One up. For 800. All right. Found in the Stalingrad campaign book, this unit has armed to the teeth special rule. Dale. Ah, Dale. What are the Sturm, Sturm groups? Storm groups. Sturm Gruppe. What's your answer? That's all my of answer. those. Give <laughs> 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 me three different pronunciations. What is, what is the Storm group? There you go. One category. One question remaining in that. Sorry, one clue remaining in that category. Well, let's let's switch to a different category because we're gonna have to remember that. It'll be more confusing. Let's okay. go to. Um, you got fact for two thousand. For one thousand. Yeah. It's yeah. The top is one thousand. Yes. Yeah. One thousand. Okay. Yeah, optimistic. All right. You yeah. got fact for one thousand. It took until September two thousand nineteen <laughs> for this nation to get veteran infantry added to its second edition Dale. army list. Go ahead, Dale. What is America or the United States of America? United States is correct. Yes. Let's do um, observe and report for 200. Observe and report for 200. A result of 4, 5, or 6 on this artillery barrage on this artillery barrage chart is known as what? That should have been a thousand. Dale, <laughs> <laughs> you still have the board. Uh, lost points on that one. <laughs> uh, let's do observe and deport for 400. God, for 400. All right. 
Uh, this a unit must have this rule to try to drive off an airstrike. Rick, a Dale. Go ahead, Rick. What is flak? That is correct. Woo. Uh, let's do the same for six hundred. Six hundred. All right. Uh, these type of scenarios, the defender sets up his spotters, observers, and snipers first. Rick. Go ahead, Rick. What is attacker defender scenarios? That is correct. <laughs> okay. Seemed too easy. Uh, is 800 left in that category? Let's do that. Yep. All right. So we are at Dale 2100, Rick 3000, Jeff at 2600. Oh, shit. I'm not going to keep this lead. Just letting us ca- catch up. Thanks, Jeff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no worries. Uh, Making it interesting. Observ- observer report for 800, you said? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, the first step in resolving an airstrike is to place a marker this far away from the target unit. Four, three... Dale. Go ahead, Dale. Um, what is 18 inches? That is correct. Alex, let's wrap this one up. Observe and report. All right. To report for 1,000. In the setup of observers and snipers and spotters... Observers and snipers units are set up on their half. Additionally, observers and snipers may use this rule as well. Rick. Or, go ahead, Rick. What is hidden? That is correct. Ooh. Ooh. Nice pull. Whew. Sweating over here. All right. You got the board. Mm. Uh, let's go to say what for 200, please, Pat. All right. This is the result for rolling boxcars. Dale. Or two sixes. Go ahead, Dale. What is foobar? That is correct. Say what? We say 400. What was that, Rick? I said, or as we say, snafu. Well, that's something different. Mm hmm. All right, 400. Say what? Japanese units use this to charge their closest enemy. Dale. Rick. Go ahead, Dale. What is bonsai? Bonsai is correct. Let's keep going up the chain, Alex. I'm sure I got one that trips you up in here somewhere. Maybe. Maybe. Or he's going to run the board. He's just giving us false sense of hope in the first round. All right. Say what for 600? Someone's got to be funny. When the, quote, <laughs> two hit, end quote, modifiers total higher than six, this result is said to be needed. Rick. Go ahead, Rick. What is super six? Super six or sevens is also acceptable. Yes. Woo. All right. Uh, same. Woo-hoo. Let's move up. Um, <clears throat> does it actually say super sixes in the book? No, that's the part of the jargon. Okay, all right, thank you. All right, for 800. Uh, Armored cars and a few tanks are allowed to make an escape move to avoid enemy fire is more often called this. Dale. Rick. Go ahead, Dale. What is Recky? More. Um, What is Recky more? Uh, we will not accept that answer. Oh, Rick, you, I, Rick I, I know that Dale answered wrong, so I was not okay. going to answer no. I'll take a shot at it, Jeff. Okay, Re- reconnaissance move. Well, not quite what we're looking for. Rick, do you want to take a? No, no, shot I'm at no, I'm not. I'm not losing points at this point. It is Recky away. What? <laughs> oh Jesus! <laughs> wow! How? Wow! These judges, is that man. is that what it says? Is that what it says in the rule book? Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay, so the previous answer right. that it's super sixes isn't what it actually <laughs> says, but in this super one, super sixes is jargon. But recce uh, away, it, it is it is more. Uh, so in the, in the FAQs, 
In the FAQs, they refer to that move as Recce Way. In the rule book, it is called an escape move. Was what we were going for. Well, uh, I mean, I will give I will give you Recce. I'll put no, you eight hundred. No, I'll take Jeff if it's not what's that, what's if it's not what's on the paper, that's fine. I'm just having so fun. In the FAQ, they call the move Recce Way. <laughs> All right. I, I demand. I demand you remove the points. I'm joking. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Right, okay. Rick, you still have the board. Uh, Twenty-seven hundred Dale. Forty-six hundred Rick. Eighteen hundred Jeff. Uh, I don't know how those numbers worked because I have no idea. I need a hand recount. I'm sure I won. <laughs> We're going to canvas. Uh, uh, I, I am I am excelling these, and I have every single score written down, so I can show that to you, yes. Oh, Jesus, Pat. Okay, only Pat would do this. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, yeah. You say that, but did you count the late points after the question, or is it only the points before only, the question? Yeah, only the ones that were received <laughs> after. Oh, dear. Uh, yeah, anyway. Um, <laughs> did you want to close the category, Rick? Yes, please. I don't know what category we're in anymore, but yes, say what for a thousand. Say what. All right, and this is this is this is no those little sneaky ones, but uh, the term "small unit" in the to hit modifier refers to a unit with one or two men. However, this term is often more frequently used. Dale, go ahead, Dale. What is small team? That is correct. <laughs> why was it, why was that tricky? It's called because it, it's called small unit and it's a hit modifiers and nowhere is it actually called small teams except oh. for in the questions in FAQ. I was going to make a really bad comment says. about penis size, but I decided that was not appropriate here. That would not have gotten you any points. No, <laughs> it would. It, well, burn points for sure. <laughs> Alex, what's uh, what's left on the board, please? Uh, we've got a lot, and you got fact, and what unit anyway still has a thousand points. Let's do what unit is it anyway for a thousand. Mm. All right. These German special forces are found. Jeff, in the, go ahead, Jeff. What are Brandenburgers? That is correct. <laughs> it was Kerbischager <laughs> or Brandenburgers? It was one found of the in two. The Ostfront book. Nice. Out <laughs> uh, of only categories, you got fact. Two hundred to eight hundred available. Oof. Sorry, uh, four hundred to eight hundred. Six questions left. Fact 400. According to the September 2020 <laughs> FAQ, these are always ignored for purposes of victory conditions. Rick. Go ahead, Rick. What is small teams? That is incorrect. Oh, fuck. Dale. Dale. Um, what is uh, the guys that spot for the artillery? <laughs> The spotters. That is yes. That's the definition. Uh, <laughs> what is spotters? What are spotters is correct. Mm-hmm. I said it. I knew as I said it, I was wrong. The next, uh, the next one, please, Alex. All right, for six hundred uh, unit in the twenty eighteen errata. This trans uh, until the 2018 errata. This transport entry in the British Commonwealth held only twenty four men, while the U.S. version held thirty. Dale. Go ahead, Dale. What is the buffalo? Buffalo is acceptable. Also, LT4, or the water buffalo, too. LTB4. Let's keep All rolling, right. Alex. I'm feeling hot. This is the last question. Hmm. For 800. And you got fact. In the armies of Imperial Japan, suicide anti-tank team did not have the special rule until Jeff. the 2018 errata. Go ahead, Jeff. What is Tank Hunter? That is correct. Oof. Nice. Sneaking in at the end. Keeping it interesting. Well, that's pretty close. Dale at 4,700, Rick at 4,200, Jeff at 3,600. Good job, Dale. Yay. Are we, doing a, are we doing a final Jeopardy? You want to try a final Jeopardy? We can. Yeah, absolutely. Sure. Yeah. All right. Uh, the category is 
important years. Wait, how much? How much money do I have? You have forty-seven hundred. Rick has forty-two hundred. Jeff has thirty-six. Forty-seven. So if I if I bid forty-six and lose, I still I'm still above zero. Okay. So why don't you guys uh, type in the chat here, and then on three, two, one, we'll send it, and then I'll record those. It's the numbers, so nobody's doing yep. well, so everyone can see how much we're wagering. Well, you guys are going to all type it in, and then on one, two, three, you'll send it simultaneously. Mm. <laughs> how much money do I have? And what's Not the enough. the category is what is important years? Important years. Shit. Oh damn! I'm terrible with actual real history. <laughs> Might not actually be real history. You don't know. It is bolt action Jeopardy. All right, you guys ready? I'm ready. Sure. Yes. All right, and send them in three, two, one. Dale's wagering forty six hundred. Rick is three fifty. Four dollars. Okay. Uh, Jeff is all of the money. All right. One art, please. <coughs> all right. So I'm gonna lose miserably. I'll still have money though. Hang on. Let me bring up my right? wiki timeline. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if they both miss it, Rick, you might win. So right. it's true. All right, again, I'll ask the question and I'll give you thirty seconds, and then you'll all hit your response at the same time. Okay, all right, all right. got this. This makes great radio, right. Pat. Thanks. Yeah, we need, we need the music in here, though. Uh, I might hum it. You never know. Sure. I'm only a, I'm only a half a drink in, but who knows? Yeah, that's usually where you get a Pat Hummer. Yes. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> all right. That's not the question. What's the question, Pat? Or what's the Clue. This is the date of publication of Bolt Action Second Edition. Oh Jesus! Your answers, please. Dates like full date. The date. Looking for the year. Remember the the category is important years. Right. Oh so god, got it. Publication date of Bolt Action Second Edition. Jesus. Second Edition. I'm going to go with that. We'll see. All right, submit those in three, two, one. All right, we're going to go to Jeff first, who bid everything and wasn't the lowest. Uh, so at 3600 Jeff said 2016. That is correct. woo So you will double your money. And then we'll go to Rick next. Uh, and Rick said... The correct answer, 2016. So he'll add four dollars. About three fifty. And Dale, who said 2015, which is incorrect, and he'll be left with a hundred dollars. I'm not in the hole. <laughs> <laughs> so there you go. Yes, 2016, and I do have the book open right here in front of me and looking straight at it. So <laughs> yeah, I came from behind. Oh, sorry. Yes. I had the I had the edition that was came out before 2016 that was needed to be proofwritten and that kind of stuff. So. <laughs> <laughs> nice. uh, well done, Jeff. Nice job, Jeff. Way to go. <laughs> uh, if if you enjoyed this, we oh, I immensely enjoyed it as as a contestant on the show. Pat, thanks um, so much for putting it yeah, together. It this fun. is this is fantastic. Mm -hmm. It was super funny. Uh, yeah. I had a lot of fun with putting them together. It was interesting. It was, I, you know, I'm, I'm reading through these texts and like, okay, how can I take that answer out of that and 
still lead you to the right clue. So you did a pretty good job. You did not. Yeah, no, you did great. There was only one question that was even remotely questionable. Questionable. Yeah. So well done, Pat. Thank you. Uh, play this with your friends. I'm sure you're playing along if you're if you're at home listening to this or in the car yelling at us that we're a bunch How of idiots. How many times is that one question where you guys paused everyone screaming, "Bolt action, you dumb shits!" <laughs> what? <laughs> I eventually got there. It took me a second. I would, anyone answer wrong? Lose well, points. the answer was Neville Werfer anyway. So. Right? Yeah. The, yeah. The judges <laughs> were wrong. So, all right. So anyway, thank you, Pat. Uh, we'll maybe we'll do this again some other time. I think it's fun. And if not, we'll at least do it on like live episodes if we ever have a live episode again. Uh, call, like, we'll have a call-in episode with our radio listeners. There, both of them? There, all two of them, yes. Yeah. Uh, no. Uh, but no, like if we have a tournament, we could do this at a tournament. It'd be fun too. Mm-hmm. Anyway, all Those right. the same questions, so listen to the episode before then. Yeah, right. Yeah, because we won't do, ever write new questions. No, I got lots of questions. I, I have lots of questions, like what is Rick? <laughs> what, is, what is Rick? Uh, <laughs> well, who knows? I might even go back and, you know, like, okay, do the the, the podcast, the Snafu podcast version of Jeopardy. See, no. see who actually listens to the stuff oh, besides me. What's, the, yeah. the, the, the bigger question is, why is Rick? Because <laughs> I have to edit the stupid thing. Mm. Um, yeah, so let's, let's, let's talk about something else then, since we're here, and I think we... We're only sitting at about two hours, a little less than two hours. Let's talk about some additional units from theater books, since Pat so in, is so kindly working on a project that I think is valuable. Yeah. Yeah, so what's leading up to this is, um, so we, we know they've got the competitive play. Is that what they're still calling it? Sure. Stuff going on? Mm-hmm. Yep. And so I've gone through all the source books. Um, caveat that I did not do Operation Sea Lion or Gannett because they never really happened, so they're not part of the war. Sky can't. So I did not consider them uh, as part of anything. <laughs> no, no home, home guard. The G is silent in French. <laughs> oh, sorry. No, it's Gigant. It's Gary Gigant. No, I mean, Gigant. I'm the Gigant. Roll for initiative. <laughs> uh, Dungeons and bolt actions. <laughs> Oh, you can tell it's getting I'd, late. I'd actually play oh, that. Shit. That sounds fun. Okay. All right. Okay. Sorry. Sorry, Pat. I to see what's at the second half of my drink. Oh, yeah. You just need to do a couple shots, I think. Yeah. I've, I've, I'm, one, I'm only one beer in here. I'm drinking water already because it's, it's that kind of night. I stopped. So. It's, it's that kind of year. <laughs> it's that kind of year. Anyway, regardless, let's go over right. those, some of these yeah. units because I think... Uh, so, again, this is what we're talking about. Uh, right now, there's the... The bronze and the silver level could play anything. Is It's up to the TO to decide what is and what isn't allowed. And currently, the gold level are only the armors, the armies of books. Uh, Which are the five major nations, right? Armies of, yeah. yeah. Armies of, and then, of course, they uh, include the, the Chinese list, the Australian list. Uh, hopefully, they include the Canadian list from the last, last episode we had. Yeah. And the Chinese from Empires and Flames. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but there is a possibility that some of these lists in these books will also be added into that because as both John and Paul have attested to that these, these are living documents and if they you know see a valid reason for change that you know there'll be a change for that so going through these uh, was kind of eye-opening because it was, it was interesting and just uh, some of the books had you know unit entries and don't say where you can use them at all whether it's theater or it's part of the generic reinforcement platoon and some of them did so 
we're just going to kind of go through that, and we'll, you know, maybe these are these are first edition books, so maybe you haven't looked looked at them. You've probably heard, you know, of uh, would Rick say Gurkha paratroopers, Gurkha paratroopers, Gurkha Gurkhas, whichever way it goes, or uh, native regulars or regular natives, as it was in the FAQ. I was going to say I did not say that one. <laughs> that was not my mix-up. So. Okay. Anyway, we're going to go through these, and yeah, you know, let's do we're, it. We're keeping in mind that you know. We want to keep in mind if these are something that are good for competitive play or don't really matter or, you know, whatever. So yeah. that's that's the the point of the exercise, I guess. Sure. All right. Let's uh, let's let's start it off with Battleground Europe. Then uh, you're going to start it off with a bang too. Uh, you went. I thought we had Ostron first. Oh, do you want to do Ostron first? Okay. I just I'm going in order. Of, I'm going in order of the things that were attached to the email, but that's fine. Ostron first. I wanted to start with that one though, but it's fine. Ostron happened first, though, right? Uh, I don't have them in order of publication. I had them in the fact that the Ostron was probably the most, and if we started that one way too late, we wouldn't finish it. Oh, so well, that's let's 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 first. go. Let's go. Let's do it. Let's do it. So let's <coughs> Japanese are first. Yep. Uh, I'm not going to try and pronounce that. Manchuko. Manchuko. Yep. Okay. Cavalry squad. Okay. Cavalry 50 point regulars. That's cool. That's really yep. good. Yep. Five men carbines can add five more ten points each. You can put a light machine gun in there, and then the cavalry, so you can buy them horses for two points per man. Oh, I was going to say, I'm like, all... damn. <laughs> what? I was, like, yeah. confused because I'm like, it's like they're cavalry, but then they're ten points each. They didn't even charge anything for the horses. Well, well just because you're in the cab doesn't mean you're riding a horse. Well, mm-hmm. like Romanian cavalry, they come with horses. Well, these have to be purchased. Yeah, yeah, fair. Okay, per. okay. But the nice thing is, you can make them tough fighter at one point per. Now, Jesus Christ, aren't right. you aren't you mounted tough fighter? Just as just by the just by the rules. Yeah, but notice you don't have to buy them mounts. Right, right. right. You can just buy tough fighter cavalry. You can buy squad. tough fighter instead. Yeah, yes. so mm-hmm. they're on the ground, tough fighter, and they get the Japanese special rules. Yes. So they're tough fighter, f- super fanatic. Yep. yep. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Eesh. And of course, for the- eleven points. Can be ten man squad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah, uh, that's fun. Okay. And that's uh, and, and that's allowed in a reinforced platoon. This did not specify where they could be utilized. Got it. Okay. So these are not units that are not told where they can and can't be used yet. Correct. Got it. Uh, okay. I, I did in the write up I gave you guys. I did cue which ones actually said which theaters. These just simply didn't have any theaters where they were noted. Okay. Which Great. Is and this this is I believe the only uh, the only one in this particular book that the Japanese the only Japanese unit that doesn't have a clarifying statement about it. No, this is the only Japanese. Oh, unit the only the Japanese Period. unit. Okay, okay, yeah. yes, interesting. Okay, <clears throat> I like it when they don't tell you so that you know because they don't they want to make us guess. Okay. Well, and again, you know, later in the book they said, okay, this can be used here, 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 here. You know, but and sometimes they didn't. So, so that's okay. Yeah, so I personally think that you know what. Um, I, let's let's look at it this way: would we would we allow this at Snafu? It doesn't only say if I had to. <laughs> I guess if you had to. And let me uh, just... Japanese don't need any help. They don't. Well, this would be a fun unit, though. I could. I would. I would want to play them. Man, a bonsai unit with tough fighters. It's yeah, just... but they're only ten man, and you don't have to buy submachine guns for them. You can have rifles. Right. So. Right. Yeah. Well, and they even come with. They have carbines. They come with carbines. Yeah. Well, well, they count I mean, as rifles on foot. Yeah, there's just rifles on foot, unless you put them on yeah. horseback, and then they're pistols. But a bonsai tough fighter unit on horseback 
is also pretty terrifying. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, it doesn't say they can't charge. Right. Yeah, they get a nice long charge. Well, yeah, they they fight on their horses, so I mean, yep. yeah, they're they're coming. Yeah. So fun. These, oh, I'm gonna butcher the crap out of this encounter that's in Kailangal. Kalkingol. Kalkingol. Thank you. So this this is this is the context that they're taken out of. Mm, okay. It's the additional units that are found in that. Okay. So I would presume them to be as part of that particular front only. It's it's a it's a great tool in your toolbox. Yeah. No, it's it's uh to me it's a matter of whether or not like okay, so if the like this is the where it gets tricky, right? Is cuz we're talking about whether or not it's, in, it's supposed to be in a reinforced platoon. So we're kind of like reading into the author's intent. Right? So if if every other unit in the book is saying where they can be used, like if they're specific in a spot, it almost makes me feel like the units that don't say anything are supposed to be meant for a reinforced platoon. But well, that's no, the weird spot. That's that's the other way around. Because later in the Osprey book, when, when we'll come across these units later on, they specifically in the book say what theater selectors and if they can be in a reinforced platoon. Well, that doesn't make me feel better about the ones that forget it then. The, these first two units, that leads me to believe that they should only be part of the the specific scenarios that they're posting for mm-hmm. that. Got it. Okay. That okay. Fair. That's what. That's my personal humble. Yeah. Opinion. I mean, I'd have to go through and look at the books again, but yeah, that that makes some sense. It's just I wish they would be more clear, like more clear about that when they're doing something like that. So anyway, so the next one is a Soviet Union unit. Yep. BA three six uh, heavy armored car. Yep. Okay. It's uh, the BA six is in the Soviet book, I believe. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, maybe maybe it's not. BA-10 is for sure. Okay, BA-10. I don't know about the 3-6, the three but this is 120 regular. It's got turret-mounted LMG... Sorry, turret-mounted light anti-tank with a coaxial LMG and a forward-facing LMG. Okay. That's a great, great setup. Yeah, that's, the price, that's pretty yeah. good. Yeah. Seven, I think, a 7 plus. Yeah, I think I like this. Recce. Gets recce. It's nice. Yeah. Nice Everything about that's great. Close stop. Doesn't have dual-directional steering, but, you know, you don't... Light anti-tank, that that's... That's four plus pin. Four. Is that plus, plus four, four pin? Plus four. Yep. One inch okay. yep. <clears throat> yeah, I like that. So I mean, you could do two LMGs. You got eight shots coming out of there at 120 points, and it, it's not open top. It's recce. Right. Yep. Yep. And it's not 220 points for the same number of shots that you'd be firing right. at, or almost the same number of shots you'd be firing. So. Yeah, and it's a and it's an armored car slot. So I mean, it's and again, this is this is in the same exact uh, subset as the previous Japanese unit was. Okay. So I think it's was only in that war, but I don't know. I don't. Did I see that later? I don't know if that actually exists in the actual Soviet book. Hmm. Well, it's a nice little piece of kit again. It's very nice. All right. So the next is the D eight light armored car. This is. I mean, this is yeah, this one's situational, I guess, because it's got a forward facing LMG and a rear facing LMG. So you have to get yourself aligned yeah. Austin Power style to shoot at two things. I mean, there's uh, there's usually an opportunity to do that, but it's cheap, 70 points. Get some shots out there. Mm-hmm. Can't go wrong. And this, again, also doesn't say where it, where it should be used. <sighs> okay, so then you can replace the turret with a <laughs> D12, which gives it an LMG with an open turret mounting... LMG instead, the option may be taken so it doesn't cost anything, but gives you open topped. This is this is out of the winter war. Okay. Yeah. You get a turret, you loot, but you also become open topped. Right. Would you make that would you make that trade? No. No. Never. No, not yeah, why would you do that? 
with how with how uh, seventy points to LMPs with a seven. So you two, no. you get two in the front and one in the back. No, no, no. Oh, it's no. one forward facing and one three sixty. Turret. Oh yeah, yeah. The turret would be three sixty. Good point. Open top is too big a detriment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You yeah, but it's only seventy armor. points. It's just seventy points. And you get recce still too. It's not like you couldn't try and run away if you're open top and you're. Beautiful. Yeah, but I mean, you, you recce away from stuff with pen. Open yeah. top means that small arms fire can pin you. Yeah, you get pins. Mm-hmm. Um, but the thing is, is if if they're shooting this to put pins on it, at seventy points, uh, I don't, I don't know. I guess maybe it's one of those things that depends upon what else you have. So right. Well, if you got a BA three six, I'm not taking this thing. Right. Right. I feel like there's just better options. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Yep. Yep. Uh, well, just, we're going to skim over some of these because uh, this is this one's 16 pages long, so we're going to have a long Holy second crap. half here if we keep going. Yeah. Uh, Pat, what light, else do you see light, in here as well? What's still that? Out of the win- still out of the winter war. Yep. FA light armor car seven up with an LMG for 65 points regular. It's not bad. Yeah. I, I mean, it's got recce. I guess it's nice. Uh, that's yeah, not open top. That's better. Experimental tanks. Let's go into the experimental tanks because this is. An interesting thing, I think. This is also still out of Winter War. Yep. Uh, 168 in experience for an SM, SMK T100 experimental heavy tank. Uh, okay. Light howitzer turret, mounted light howitzer with coaxial MMG. Turret mounted rear facing MMG. One turret mounted light anti tank with coaxial MMG front arc. One hull mounted forward MMG, facing, forward facing MMG. Jesus. It's a lot of guns and a lot of turrets. Sweet, which, like which is definitely there. early war Russia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. 168. Only option is inexperienced. Yep. And it's slow. Oh, and it's experimental too, which gives it a bunch of other stuff here too. Yeah. Which means it, it always has to test. It always has to even be if it doesn't test. have a pen. Yeah. Yep. I, I feel like it's themey if you're playing early war, sure. but I don't know that it's competitive. Probably not. It seems like a lot of things going on there too. Uh, okay. Uh, Flamethrower tanks are always fun. The OT-130 is also out of uh, Winter War. Only uh, 72 points for an experience. Wow. Uh, you can add a co- you can add a coaxial MMG for 5 points, though. It's cheap. Have they fact the uh, small vehicle flamethrower rule for this yet? Uh, <clears throat> that's a good question. <laughs> because <laughs> I'm guessing right. I would hope so, yes. Because right now it's the what you get types is two d six minus one hits and that's broken as F in second edition. Yeah, and I think that's why everyone steered away from those. Let me pop that FAQ open. Uh, yeah, because that's way more. That would be way more than you would normally that's a whole get. Whole d six more than you get. Yeah, yeah. What, or d six minus one, I guess. But Great Britain teletank. Uh. Pin markers, but must pass an order test whenever given order. I don't see a fact for os front. Oosh, that's brutal. Don't take that. Don't take that upgrade if you get this. I didn't realize it. So it, it basically allows you to. Well, it doesn't allow you. It ignores pin markers, but must pass an order test whenever you give it an order, even when no pin markers. It takes it on three D six and selects the two highest. <laughs> uh, in os front, they. They uh, only talked about the Straff Battalion Penal Infantry. That's <laughs> the only penal. thing they fact in there. Okay. Okay, so no. Everything about this is just a no. Yeah, and I would not allow this at Snafu for sure. 
Yeah, this is again. This is the last entry in the Winter War. So those that those tell me they can all stay in the Winter War. Yeah. Well, and and honestly, even if that one were somewhere else, I would eliminate it just based on the fact that it hasn't been, been up, updated, updated to. to yeah, yeah. It's just like this isn't a version one rule. You can't you can't use it for now until they've you know pressure Warlord to fix it because that's busted as shit for that price. That would be really yeah. busted. Seventy two points and you get two d six dice. That'd be awesome. Minus one. Okay, whatever. Uh, <laughs> saying. I know. Uh, so it's uh, SU-76 self-propelled gun, light, fe- light howitzer, unreliable uh, and versatile. Now, this is now in case blue. Okay. I, this should, yeah. This should be pretty standard in a Russian list, SU-76. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah it seems pretty straightforward. Yeah, I like this. Yep. And now they got into case blue, and they said that this is available for a generic reinforced platoon selector. Yeah, okay. this is this is a good good choice. Oh, and it allows it to shoot as a medium anti tank for plus ten points. That's a nice yeah. little choice. One hundred points regular, effectively. Unreliable yeah. is not great, but it's not. Yeah, but I mean, what's your position? You're not paying very much for what yeah. you're getting. Good point. Are you get, getting a lot for a little? Yep. yep. It's it is an A plus tank, isn't it? Yep. Yeah. Not open top. Correct. It's wow, an eight plus okay. tank that can fire as a medium anti tank gun, right. which will take a two hundred and twenty point tank off the off the field. Yep, yep, for sure, totally worth it. Yeah, yep. cool. Um, I don't know what this next one is. Pat M thirty is that a squad? Yes, it's a multi launcher. Why was that yeah, a squad yeah. then? Yeah, it's an artillery piece. Okay, so multi launcher, heavy rocket launcher. What's this? Oh, this again. This is this is a version two, version one rule. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Moving right along. Yeah. This it's, needs to get updated before it's allowed anyway. Yep. Or you just, well, use, it just it just takes over the 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 new multi launcher rules. Is what it should do. It should just just remove the heavy rocket launcher rule and just follows multi launchers. Sure. I'd be fine yes. with that, but it doesn't. Uh, as long as it well, uh, so the three d six gets translated to templates. Sure. That's right. There is that. So okay. Yep. Uh, partisan. It, this squad. one, this one just uses would use a what would use a that be a four inch instead of a instead of a three inch. By that number of d sixes, yes. Yeah. Oh dear God, that would be really good actually. And it's also the only multi launcher I know that comes with a spotter. Yeah. Oof. Yeah. Like Forty two points in experience with five men. So. All right. However, the fact that it is slow to load when it fires immediately suffers d three pins. Oof. It must be given an accessible rally order to reload before it can be used again. So you're firing every other turn. Yep. And yeah. you'll, you'll probably want to babysit it. Unless you pay it's, a little bit more so it's not inexperienced. Oh, it has to be given a rally order before it can order again? Oh, that's nice. Yep. Well, I mean... It's 42 points, man. And inexperienced, yeah. If you want the spotter, you're going to have to go up to 60, but... Well, if you want to use the spot. 42 is pretty good for that. Yeah, you're right. Three, Even three shots at 42 is still pretty amazing. Well, isn't, this, isn't there a spider rule that says you can't yeah, use you a spider? Yeah, you have to be regular. Unless you're regular? Yeah, you have to be regular. You have to be regular to use a spider. spider. Right. Yeah. Yep. You can take a spider, you just can't use it. Yep. All right, so let's go into the Bliski part. This, this is spider. in the generic reinforced platoon selector, by the way. Yes. Sorry, yeah, I should call that There's also several... A lot of different <coughs> operations. Most of the Soviet ones, including yeah. the damn Silo Heights. <laughs> Everyone's favorite. And Stalingrad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What's this heavy Katusha? 
Oh, jumping ahead. Yeah, he just keeps going forward. Uh, I mean, part <laughs> well, of it's, it's, it's 16 pages. We can't go through every single Yeah, yeah this is just kind of glossing over. Partisan squad, you can get a bunch of dudes. So, Beliski is partisan. There's nothing special about them. Like, other than that, you can get that, 20 dudes. That's that's right. that's something. Well, that's a partisan squad, but the Russians can now have them. Right. Uh, so. And if you have it and you're facing SS, you get special things. But They're only you, inexperienced. Yep. Uh, so maybe maybe the guys in Europe will focus on this one more. It can be reinforced. Anyway, IS-3, super cool, has dome tank covered. Uh, super heavy. Super, it, was on the, it was on the Western Front, right? If you're in Moscow. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think we can safely say that IS-3 is a pretty good idea. But heavy Katusha, what is this? Uh, what makes it? It's just a heavy. It's, it's, it's got heavy. a bigger gun. Yeah. Yeah, it's the four-inch template. Oh, here it comes has the... to it has to rally. Yeah, interesting. Yep. Yep. And the D three pins in the rally, same as we saw before, but except for it's on a vehicle. Yep. Uh, let's go into German units. Uh, Goliath anti tank team. We've seen this before. Yep. We've seen it, but uh, I, I don't know if that did that make the German two book. Did that, I don't know if that got added in or not. I think it did. I actually think it might be in the in the new book. I'd have to go upstairs and grab it to to be sure, but. If not, it's in the reinforced platoon anyway. Yeah. You, you can take it. It uh, don't, but you can. I wish it was like half the points. I wish you could take more than one or more than one. I w- yeah, you should be getting three at that point cost. I think. Quite Mechanical honestly, Mechanical bomb dog. It's something I don't know. It's just it's sixty points a pop at regular. It's just way too expensive for something that is considerably not reliable. One to four one to four breaks down. Yeah, Yeah. it's a a single shot weapon at sixty points. You'd take you'll take your dog every time. Yeah, well, except for Germans don't get them right, and you're only ever hitting one third of the time. That's just not good. Uh, With only one of them, if you could take more than one of them for a lesser cost, that would be really awesome. Yeah, I'll take twelve Panzerfaust over this any day. For, yeah, for that's, sure, that's yeah, that's that's not even hard. I mean, anyway, yeah, uh, uh, Sturm Pioneers that that did make the new book. We've seen them. Yep, yep. lots of lots of options. Super fun. Brand the new Sturm pistol's kind of nice. Which one? The Sturm pistol. Yeah, I've used it and I've never been super excited about it. Okay, it's really short range, and at that point, you just have a Panzerfaust. Yes. Uh, I, actually, I'm sorry. I don't know that I've actually used the Sturm pistol. I've used the GRB 39 grenade, grenade launcher, and I'm not super excited about it in this list. Yeah. Um, it, w- there's just too many other options of things, and you kind of want to keep moving, and that just that grenade launcher gets in the way sometimes. You're better off yeah. getting the flamethrower and have as many Panzerfaust as you can get. So it seems right. to be the way to go with those guys. Yeah. Uh, Brandenburgers, we've talked all about them in depth at some point or another. They're fun. Oh, they're, mm-hmm. they're not in the German book at all, though. They're not in the they're not in the German <clears throat> book, are they? But they're no. I, yeah, we played with them before. I think Jeff's had a. They're in other selectors. Yep. They're in North Africa. They're in a yep. few other places. Yeah, and if, I think Jeff and I have both used them at some point or another. Mm-hmm. Jeff, well, I, I specifically remember this because you were going to a tournament and you asked me to get to to write them up from you from a because the I had. The oh, that's right. Because you had the bro- you had the one book that they were in. Yeah, because they yep. weren't in. I wanted to make sure I had all the rules right because there are a lot of rules. So, good to know. Should we uh, run through them just in case people don't know about sure, them? Sure, sure. They're Let's, awful. They are. They're, yeah, if you ever face against them, you're going to be like, what? What is this shit? 
What is this? Yeah, if you ever see an entire German, uh, entire German painted up army, and all of a sudden there's like five guys that are Americans, like look like Americans, you know what's going on. Yeah, yeah. So they're them. yeah Brandenburgers. That so they were yeah they were like covert ops. They were infiltrators, special forces, special forces. But they were they were good at like misdirecting. Essentially, was their good thing. Changing roadsides. Yep. And uh, speaking uh, relatively good English. Better than us, probably. Um, <laughs> let's go through their special rules. Elite to elite, uh, so they get fanatic, essentially. Behind enemy lines, that's a known rule. They don't they don't get the negative reserves. Sabotage, suffer an additional modifier to test to come on the table. So you minus one to come on the table, you, you're now minus two. Um, and in addition, if they fail, they can only be deployed up to 12 inches from their table edge along the chosen short edge. So... Ouch! If you if you fail, you're like you're way back again. Mm. Paranoia. I don't know if that has ever come up, but for at least for me anyway. Fubar. Uh, you get to you get to mess with their fubar chart and make it worse than it is. Yep. Those are all. Th- it's just a psychological mind game with these guys, and that's why you bring five of them is because you just they just need to be on the table. That's all they need no, to do. No, they don't have. To oh, be they don't. Have, that's right. They just have to be, they have your to list. be on your list. Yeah, which is even worse. You send them in reserve, and there's nothing anyone can do about them. Right. Even Americans still suffer minus one. Yep. Everyone else gets minus two, but... My, yep. So, and they count for reinforced platoon. You can have one Zero of them. One. Yeah. Yep. You don't need more than one. No, you, you don't, don't want more, more than, than one. more than the bare minimum unit. Yep. Yep. They're a nice little five-man unit that Just can... Stay in reserve and then bring them on in turn five or six. And I believe they, they can all have submachine guns, too, instead, if you want to, or assault rifles, if you feel so, if you feel in uh, frisky... I don't feel that frisky. I just give I'm them. I'm not a fan of assault rifles. I give them machine guns. Costed for what they do. Yeah. I, I was to say I would just let them sit in reserve and then machine gun up, try and capture stuff with them because they're usually they're veteran too, aren't they? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're elite of elite. Well, they start with pistols, so they have tough fighter already. Oh, there you go. Just more shots at the longer range if you want to, but you don't need to because why would you? All right, so that's that unit, hey, so good luck. Fun, fun fact for you, in going through all the campaign books, uh, the Germans add over 100 new units into the game. Go figure. Jeez. Just, Jeff and I just complain about the Germans getting shit on all the time. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, let's be fair. The Germans probably have hundreds of units, but 95% of them are shit. Yeah. Are yeah. <laughs> Scheisen, yeah. There, there's some variation of these guys weren't frontline troops, you know, when someone kicked their dog, so they're inexperienced and don't really want to fight. And it's like, yeah, oh, okay. yeah they're all shirkers. <laughs> <laughs> Here, here's some, here's some guys that were working in the factory. Good luck. Yeah. Especially as you get into the late war selectors, they kind of start to right. be a little. Yeah, quiet. I mean, thanks for writing that and giving me the historical background. But as far as the game goes, I don't need to know about these. Yeah, I'm not going to use them. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. all right, the next one's fun though. The Flampanzer. The B2 this is a F, yeah. It's the Char B1 bis that's the Germans took and recombobulated. The Did they put their own turret on top of it? No. Nope. Uh, they cut a top, they cut a hatch in the top. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it's still a one man turret and it's still slow. Yeah. yeah. All right. That's not so fun. Moving right along. <laughs> that uh, is not so fun. That's not so fun. What the hell is this Frankenstein? Expensive the Fargastel Bren. So I'm guessing it's a Bren carrier of some kind. It's a yeah, it's a Bren that carrier. That Germans did some shit too. Yep, they replaced the light anti-tank uh, with uh, a, with a different weapon, not a cannon. <laughs> All right, uh, and so it's a tank destroyer for purposes of generic reinforced platoon selector. 
Our, yeah, I guess. Of, uh, brand carriers are usually in the carrier armored car slot. This one gets bumped up because of the gun. Cool. Yep. Okay. Uh, so then next we got Opal Blitz with a flak, 38, which is the one, correct? One auto cannon. One auto cannon, please. One, all the auto cannons, please. For 50 points, eh, yeah. I wouldn't take it because it's in your tank slot, I'm pretty sure. So eh. It is in your anti-aircraft vehicle slot. Which is tank. Which is your tank, yes. Uh, next, motorcycle with machine gun car. Beep, beep. This is an armored this car. This is great for your armored car. Yep. I thought this one got this one got into Germany, too. This is in the this German is in the German book, book, for sure. Because, yeah, 40 points for a machine gun. It's nice. Sweet. It's fast. Take it. It's wrecky. Awesome. Yeah, the problem is in Germany, you got some other good uh, armored cars to take, too. So it's kind if of MMGs contending. were good, like we were talking about, this would be a really well, nice 40-point option. I, I'd love to see three of these for an option. Well, MMGs yeah. on vehicles aren't, especially German MMGs on vehicles, are just fine. Yeah, there's, no, it's, there's nothing wrong with them. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with them. It's just... And this this is the perfect, I've built an army list with a tank and a bunch of bros, and I've got 40 points hanging around. It's like, yeah. huh, should I take an anti-tank rifle team, or should I take a flipping mobile MMG? No, with Recky and, yeah. With Recky, it's has, like, yeah, no Never brain. mind the fact that MMG team is 50 points. Yeah, yeah it has right? a sidecar, yeah. which is freaking awesome. Everyone yes, loves exactly. a sidecar. Yes. Everybody loves a good sidecar. Yeah. Yes. It's, I... I have one painted up for that purpose alone, Jeff, just because well, what am I going to do with these 40 points? I, it's just too good not to. Yep. And if you're like, I'm not, if you're not building your list around a Puma, that it's a great choice. Mm-hmm. So, or a rat, I guess. I can go. An eight rad's just as good. Yep. Uh, the artillery schlepper. Gotta love a schlepper. Right. So this is a, this is a tow, right? Transport tow, yep. yeah. Yep. So expensive for a tow. I guess I don't know. It's because it's armored and open topped, you know. Like, yeah, could take a heavy though. That's the nice thing. So this is your this is your eighty eight tower. At fifty seven points, that's a heavy tax for a tow. Uh, no, this will not tow an eighty eight. Oh, that's a super heavy. That's right. Yeah, that's shoot. A super heavy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Okay, Good call Jeff. So never mind me. I didn't win Jeopardy. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> Let's listen to the guy who did. Yeah. Right. Uh, ooh, the next one's fun. Ferdinand. Oh uh, yeah. Yep. Spoo, so price. Only 500 Ouch. points regular. So your 1,000 points has got this. He's half your army. Oh, and he's unreliable. That, oh, uh, and slow. But he's a super heavy tank. I mean, he's they're going to have to hit you with something that can put a pin on you. So here's a Tank Wars uh, tank. Right? No, kind because of. it's unreliable. I just... Well, it just keeps the price down. Yeah, and that's fair. I'm not digging it. I think uh, this this same setup, I believe, is called a Tiger II. I mean, there's 666. Sure. Uh, this doesn't have a turret. This is a Ford. Oh, you're right. Yeah, it's case tank destroyer. mounted. Yeah. yeah. And it's slow. But it's not as prices come down. It's a good way to get a big gun on the board. I guess. Sure, but I could take a veteran 88 team and be just as shooty. Yeah, the only... For, for a lot less points, in fact. Yeah, the only uh, maybe not. I can take three of them for that. The only thing is that is that there are other books representing other armies that fought in the war, and Japan can have an eight-pen infantry unit for like just a handful of points comparatively, which makes it a lot a lot harder to take something. Which like this. fun historical note? That's how most of these were destroyed in the only battles. Yeah, they really I mean it was slow, to. so it's you know I mean it's just. It's not winning a well, it, it's not winning a sprint. This is like the textbook example of an overpointed of an yep. overpointed vehicle. One so. of the one of the hundreds of German units that no one will take ever. Yeah. Okay. 
Uh, so let's keep going. Pack forty. Uh, okay. Yeah. It's another another thing. Slow. I again. think that I think that one actually got into Germany too. It, I think it might have actually. I think. Uh, you know, pack forty seems. We kind of like this one. though. So. It's a mobile heavy anti tank gun. Yeah. 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 Less than one hundred and fifty points. So for regular, which bad. is good. Still slow and open topped. Yeah, but it's a hundred. It's less than one hundred and fifty points. It's, it's cheap. Yes. Yep. It is cheap. Cheap uh, and a tank. Yeah, uh, next one is the Stug Escort. Beaglet? I don't know how to say that one. I'm not, I'm not even sure on that. I'm not, whatever. Well, these are like, these are tank riders for the Stug. Yep. Yeah, the German version of tank riders, basically. No. Okay. Penal Squad. Here comes the Penal Squad. The Straff Battalion Penal Squad. Can I say Penal again? Penal. penal. Uh, this one was hitting the FAQ. This one was hurt, gonna, or hit. hit? Hit. Okay. Hit. So nerfed. Nerfed. I'm going to admit to a historical gap in my knowledge here. I'm going to have to go through and read why, the, how extensive penal squads were used because I feel like every fucking selector and army I always see, oh, there's penal squads. Look at these guys, and it's like, were they really <laughs> that important in the war? I mean, do I just not know about this? I mean, it's possible, but there's like some kind of obsession with pe- maybe it's just because they want to write penal. They're but I think it must be because they were important somewhere. <laughs> right? these, these did get FAQ'd to seven points instead of four points. Oh, that's too bad. Um, you know, I wonder, Jeff, if they were... I mean, I can't imagine they were great frontline fighters. I could imagine that they were, you know, infrastructure men. Like, yeah. dig this ditch, build this factory, like that kind of yeah, shit. Yeah, that like, makes sense to me, but they always end up as a fighting <coughs> Right, games. yeah, that's, that, I, don't, I don't know about that. I don't... You well, would the be the one to know. Very simply, you kill them or I kill you. Well, that sounds very Soviet well, yeah. too, but you, but you yeah. usually use those kind of guys for labor, not frontline right. fighting, where they're going to be armed. Yeah, you wouldn't or, want to give them a guy. A guy. Yeah, you're like here's your gun. Sh- don't shoot me. Right. Please. That seems like a yeah. Oh. Please, yeah. Well, I don't know if the Germans asked, but uh, we're very polite about Does it. Just your gun. Don't shoot that fair. Yeah. And, and I guess that you know, I'm, I'm googling here, and I guess they were used. There's a far number of them, but it doesn't really say how often they were used in actual combat. Sure. Like grave diggers and road ditch diggers and road builders. That, that makes, makes sense. sense to me. That makes way more sense because it's a lot easier yeah. to contain people that, you know, are t- essentially prisoners. Like, don't give them guns. Yeah, that I seems just, to make sense. Uh, moving I, right I, along, I, I, some more Waffen SS Grenadier Charlemagne, first French squad. Got lots of stuff there. Uh, they get SS or they get fanatic, except that they are left with a single man. No morale test is taken. Okay. Oh my gosh, we can keep going. Flanzer Pan- the Flanzer Panzer Hetzer. Flampanzer Hetzer. I love this unit. Yeah, that's a good one. Actually, that's a great, it's a great one. unit. For for weak sides, cost. but who's going to let you? It's your own fault if you let yourself get shot in the sides. Come right. On, yeah, I mean that's that is very true. I. I don't see anything wrong with it. It's cheap. It's cheap for what it is. It's a nine plus tank. It does have weak sides. Yeah, but it's got a flamethrower and an MMG with a three sixty. So, yep. it's a very solid unit, and it looks cool, like an angry turtle. <laughs> Ooh, and then we get to the stuff that Jeff bought all the stuff for that we I don't know that we will ever see a use for. But, dude, I'm totally bringing this list sometime, and someone's gonna be like, "Oh, it's a night fighting scenario. You can only see this far." And I'll be like, "I've cut IR everywhere." <laughs> <laughs> so German night fighting. Night that one units. game, I'm going to rule. Yeah, so there's a bunch of things. The Uhu, is that what, how you say it? Uhu? Yeah, Uhu. Yeah, Owl. Owl? Okay. Owl. It's like an owl. owl. Okay. Uhu. That's what the word Uhu, uhu means. Okay. 
uh, Panther with with IR. They all have IRs. Essentially, what it gets down to. And there's a yeah. I love that Uhu. It's just got the big spotlight on it. Yeah, it's they look really cool. I think that's the best thing about them is that they just look sweet. They look cool. So you get so you have access to a Panther, uh, uh, half track. And some units. A super overpriced infantry squad. It's awesome. Right? Yeah, right. Oh my god, that's ridiculous. But they've got vampire assault rifles. So it shoots vampires. <laughs> Not you shoot vampires with it. it like vampires fly Literally just fly out of it and turn them into vampires too. Okay, got right. it. Right, exactly. Uh, <laughs> what the hell, man? That's, that's ex- that, what, what? super expensive for what it is. But they are fanatic. And they have tough fighter. Okay. But yeah, it's super but you, and you can take them, and you can take them in a, in a reinforced platoon. Generic, yeah, absolutely. Okay, let's. Uh, I don't know what this next thing is. There's a couple. Oh, here's okay. This is what generic unit options. So there's a couple things that they added to all armies just to make it so it's available for everyone, mm-hmm. right? So this is where they added the horse-drawn limbers and the flags, and the flags. So that yep. yeah, so the flags, the Japanese and Soviets got flags. Yep. Cool. Uh, so I mean. And the best unit in the game. Nobody the needs to take limber. flags anymore, unfortunately. It's kind of the one thing that I'm really disappointed by. but Because um, <laughs> Rally's pretty reliable now, comparative to what it was. Yeah, yeah first True. edition it was tough. It was, a lot, yeah. well, it was a lot worse than first edition. Now Rally's pretty straightforward and easy. Flags don't... Flags are cool if you just want to have some you know, fluff, but that for 25 points... 25 points? Yeah, it's fluff. not worth it. Five points, sure. Um. And then horse-drawn limber, we all know about those because everyone uses them to carry any of their stuff because they are very versatile and they're only 10 points for regular, which is nice. And the fact they can tow any yep. gun or howitzer. Yep. exactly. So you can drag your 88, right? And they just sit in the corner and hopefully no one picks them off because they die pretty easily. Yeah, they're, they're literally soft-skinned. <laughs> My favorite rule in the game, actually. Literally soft-skinned. They're just perfect for getting something on the board, though. Yep. That, yeah. When all you care about is getting that 88 on the table, this will do it. Yep. Mm-hmm. And then if you lose the dice, you lose the dice. That's just, exactly. Yep. You, you, that's, the, that's the tax of taking an awesome artillery. Yep. Yep. Fantastic. So that's the Osprey book. Let's keep going. Let's just, just get through this. Which one's next? Sure. I don't know. You pick. I don't... Well, what's the agenda say, Pat? I have to close the agenda to open up my... Em- Empires in Flame. All right. We're going to Empire, Empires in Flame. Empires in Flames. Cool. This one's got some fun ones in it too. I love this. I love this book actually. Some of my favorite editions are in here. Let's do this. Uh, so let's start with Merrill's Marauders. So that's where this book starts, I guess. Yep, hang on, let me pop that book open. Oh sure. So yeah, I was gonna say I've I've toyed around with the idea of bringing these guys because they're sweet. They got infiltration. Uh, allows them to outflank, except they ignore the modest, minus one modifier. Um, mm-hmm. Who's, who's Merrill's Marauders? Are they Australians? Aussies? Are they Aussies or are they Brits? Hang on. Now I'm, now no, I'm confused. Merrill's is U.S. Merrill's is U.S. Sorry. I was yeah, yeah. I was going to say, I thought, yeah, Mike, it doesn't make sense because Americans don't have that rule anyway. So, Merrill's are U.S. Uh, okay. Sorry, I was Googling I, something else. I was reading up on penal, but, penal battalions. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kind of confused by infiltration because that's a rule that they already have anyway. Fire maneuvers. They get to. They have the. They get to fire like normal. Okay, so they're basically uh, just. Have uh, uh, I can tell you why. Uh, the Americans have a. You don't get it from reserves. This is outflanking. They don't get the minus one. Oh, wait. It's 
that's kind of facetious. Yeah, I was going to say, I'm like, that's not, I'm like, isn't that the same <laughs> rule? You, you had me confused. I'm like, <laughs> I, I did come in second in uh, in Jeopardy. I think I know something. Uh, <laughs> that's totally uh, worth it. Yeah. Uh, no, okay. These guys are cool just so the, for a the, cool they're, factor. They're American units, but they weren't Americans. So that's why they, <coughs> they're they making sure they give them the American rules yes. to make sure yep. people understand yes. what it is. Okay. Yep. So you can take them in a reinforced platoon, which is cool. They're, they were in the Pacific, were they not? Mm-hmm. They're jungle fighters, well, essentially. Empires and Flames, this is all. Oh, this is all, all Pacific. Mm-hmm. Specific this Pacific, yeah. Pacific and Asia. Yeah, okay. Philippine, the Philippine Asia. Scouts. These guys look... Scout. Everything Dude, that says Scout. If, if, if I literally could find models for these guys, I would make an entire army of these bros. These guys are like the most hardcore ever. <laughs> they don't get Scout, though. They're, More they so than Kirkus. Yeah, right? They don't get Scout. They get the Scout in their name, and they don't get Scout. Makes me mad. Yeah, but they get Cavalry. For two points a model. Yeah, this is the only U.S. cavalry horse riding option you're going to Oh, find. dude, okay. you have to make one of them. Uh, what the hell is his name from MASH? Colonel Potter. There we go. <laughs> the, guy that, he, the, the one guy that likes to ride horses. Because um, nobody else does. All right, and we, these yeah. are coming from the Red Sun Rises campaign area. Okay. This is this is very well for the Americans. This is very early war. Got it. Okay, but so yeah. you 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 take them just because they're badass in the war, and you get cavalry rules, I guess. Yeah, because they're the only U.S. cavalry option. These guys are total badasses. Okay, you that's know. cool. I mean, these guys these, they, they, these did the yeah. these guys did a lot of the fight when Japan invaded the Philippines, and then after MacArthur left, these guys a lot of these guys who were, weren't captured fought guerrilla war until we came back. So. Oh, interesting. Okay. And unfortunately, they don't list where they're allowed to be used campaign-wise. Of course well, not. I mean, literally only the Philippines campaign, because that's, that's, that's the only place they were the fighting. <laughs> so don't bring them to Snafu, sorry. Yep. But and, I wish you could, because they're awesome. Yeah. That, I mean, that is interesting that they're the only cavalry option for the U.S., well, it was World I War II. We didn't I mean, bring, were they yeah, gonna, we didn't bring a lot of horses with us, I suppose. Right. Yeah. Not a lot of horses coming on the beach. So. <laughs> yeah. Fair. <laughs> uh, yeah. So the next one is U.S. United States Marine Corps Raiders, which I think uh, didn't make it in the book. It no. didn't make it in the main rule book anyway. No. Get, you can get a lot of BARs of this unit. I didn't realize you could get three of them. Damn. And then you get some uh, SMGs. They're, they're also a reinforced platoon guy, and they're awesome. Yeah. Yeah, they're yep. fun. They're yep. good. They're stubborn. Yeah, you get stubborn. You get them, give them stubborn. You can have a bunch of BARs. You can have SMGs. There, this is one of the units. multiple entries of shotguns. Yep. Yeah. Which, mm-hmm. by the way, don't take them because they're not worth it. They're really eighteen not. inch one shot assaults. We don't take them because they look ba- yeah. because they look badass yeah. and they're historical. Because yeah, yeah. you can give uh, you can give the entire unit pistols if you really want tough fighter. Just just give everyone pistols for one point, and they get to keep their rifles too. Why would you not do that? Because how much is a shotgun upgrade? I think they come uh, with shotguns. No, shotguns no, are three points upgrade. So a three-point oh, upgrade okay. gets you a shorter-range weapon and tough fighter. Or you can just buy pistols for one point. You get to keep your 24-inch rifle, and you're still a tough fighter. Yep. But you don't get a shotgun, see? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it doesn't... I, I, over, I, I think you're overpaying here. Yeah, well, for sure. There's, the shotgun isn't giving you any rules. <laughs> You're way overpegged, but it's a shotgun. Right, it looks cool, but it, <laughs> yes. It's, it's also like the smallest minimum size unit out there. Three guys. It's three dudes, and you can upgrade to make it up to ten. Yeah. 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 I, I like it. I, I've 
I don't know, three guys with what is they, they get the three BARs in it. Yeah, can you give your can you give your NCO a BAR? It just says three men, but I didn't think they could have special weapons. I don't know. No, because it's NCO and two men, so the NCO is separate from men. Right, so you'd have to have four men total, and you could have three BARs then. You can give them a submachine gun because it says the NCO and up to three men can have a submachine gun. They clarify that, yeah. Can't take a shotgun either. Any man can have a pistol, though, so you could give your NCO a pistol. There you go. So you could have some little, little units that are putting out some pretty big firepower for what they are. Yep. It's three man, four man squad. I don't know. That's still kind of expensive. Uh, okay, so Flames of War only nerfed the Sparrow Tactics. It's only the major FAQ to them. Okay. Yep. So the next one is my other favorite is the U.S. Marine Corps War Dog Team. Oof, oof. Yep. You use that model you got for that uh, that Mariana Palau. The yeah the the, the creepy the dog. Hell yeah, the, yeah, the hell dog. He's Half the people love it, half the people hate it. But yep, um, but that's the only model with the dude, the dog. So it's the a, warlord has anyway. It's an eighteen-point veteran dice, which I think is interesting. And it, I've heard, I've and I've seen people arguing about this whether or not you actually both like if everyone gets tough fighter in the unit. But it's like, well, yeah, the only guy that fights is the is the handler. The dog actually yeah, isn't the fighting. dog doesn't fight. He's just modeled. Well, to to also put a point on it, I mean, you're paying for it, but each handler has a rifle or submachine gun as models, so he gets a free submachine gun. Well, not free, but right, you can you, you know. can either or them, however you feel fit, sure. see fit, fit, depending where you can find the models. Well, I'm right. I made mine, and I just gave I mean, him a there's submachine plas- gun. Marine kit's plastic. You just get each one of, and there's tons of submachine guns on that spruce. Yep, so you just, yep. It's just finding the so, dogs. It's a tricky so what, part. You, right, so you can have uh, one handler and a dog. And then you can add three other guys that don't have a dog. So you got four guys manhandling a dog. No, no. Each handler has a rifle or submachine gun and a dog. And a dog. Okay. All right. The dog doesn't do anything, but... Well, no, he does the spotting. Sure, but one dog or four dogs, it doesn't make a difference as far as that's concerned. Yeah, but if you've got the big team, see, you can spread them out an inch apart from yep, each other. Yep, and get more, and then get more cover out of it. Cover more yeah. area. Yep. yep. So, yeah, so that gives you... It just helps you get rid of hidden on units, which is cool. Uh, so basically, within 24 inches of them, which is crazy, that's a that's a huge bubble. Yeah. So. Okay. Uh, next one is IJ Cavalry Command, which is basically giving them cavalry, isn't it? That's well, Japanese. Japanese. Yeah, it's yeah. a command. Thing. Sorry, we switched Japanese units here. Yeah, this is all just coming from the same campaigns, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's your cavalry officers. <clears throat> yep. So this is just your command squad for your cavalry, all Japanese cavalry army. Fun. Okay. Yep. Cool. Essentially. Hey, look, it's the Japanese Manchu Cohen cavalry squad. Because we've already covered them, haven't we? They're not just Manchu Ko, they're Manchu Cohen. Oh, they're different. But no. Well, they're, they're the just from Manchu Ko. They're just the same thing. Okay. <laughs> same unit. Yeah, just, all right, okay. just like <laughs> Japanese versus Japan. Uh, uh, so the next unit is IGN or SNLF. I don't know what Special Naval Landing Force. Yeah, Scouts. Yeah. All right. Just for the record, you need to call them Snilfs. Snilfs. And then wonder what that means. <laughs> not S F, not S N L F, but Snilf. Snilf. All right. Um, that sounds dirty for some reason. It's it's supposed to. Yeah, yeah, I get it. Okay, so it's they Jeff. they they set up as scouts. There's three man squad. They don't can't get any bigger, can they? According to what you've got written here, I can't. You can't get more. Nah. Well, it's a scout team. It's a Snilf yeah. scout team. Snilf scout team is three man. Yep. That's what so, it is. There you go. Okay. 
Yeah, pointers. they are no bigger, no smaller. <coughs> but they got behind enemy lines, and they, you wouldn't use that because you're setting them up with scouts. Yep. Yep. SMG options and uh, generic reinforced platoon selectors. Look at this next one, though. It's a heavy machine gun. You don't see that very often. Right? Outside of America? Yeah. Uh, and it's an anti-aircraft machine gun, too. Which is kind of cool. So it's got flak. Uh, and it may be dual-mounted, which is... Type 93, 13.2mm anti-aircraft anti machine gun team. Hmm. Pew, pew. And it can be in the reinforced platoon. Gives you flak, which is always what it is. Uh, maybe dual mounted. Yeah, for, for plus 50, 50 points. points. That's that's kind of nice. 125, you get two heavy machine guns. <coughs> Youch. Two, three, oh, still three dice. Still not, plus one. still not good. Not feeling it. Yeah, it's still not good. I want to be excited about it, but it's just still a machine gun. I heard you try. That was nice. We're t really pumped up. I tried. I tried. <laughs> hey, this is... Not great. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, oh, wait, no, that's for, I forgot it's still a machine Wow, gun. it could be really expensive for sucking. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Essentially, I just like, oh, inexperience is still 52 points. Never mind, it's still bad. Yeah. Uh, okay, Indian National Army. This is the whole army is in five-man. Yikes. Um, no, this is this is still a, a Japanese unit selector. Okay. So oh, they, so this is like the dissidents in India that didn't yes. want the British. Yep. Okay. I got okay. you. That makes more sense with these rules. Yeah. yeah. Yep. That, that's that's what these are. Okay. So they because they because they're part of the Japanese army, but they're not. They don't get their special rules. Are green, can be shirker if they choose to. Uh, so did the Jap? Yeah. Uh, this is this is for historical because I don't think the Japanese have any trouble finding cheap. Uh, Far more effective troops than these guys. Right. Yeah. Yeah. They're definitely. You're right. This is a flavor. Yep. Yeah. Uh, don't don't bother taking them. And it also doesn't say where you can. So there you go. Well, there you go. There you so go. you can't take them. But it's a flavor. Yeah. Right. Flavor. Yep. It gives gives you some color in your army. And finally, some help for the British. Oh my God, they were so they were so lacking. They were starving for sure. Yeah. Well, imagine that. It's got oh, like ten and paragraphs it's like in one too. unit per page because they've got so many. <laughs> flipping special rules for each of them. Imagine that. Huh. Huh. Wow. Mm. I, I, this is my shocked Pikachu face. <laughs> well, I mean... I'm, I'm actually doing the salt bay thing right now, just all over my <laughs> fucking just keyboard. Sprinkle it. <laughs> Let's go through them. Come right. on. All right. Sterling Commando, let's do this. You you talk, Pat. This is your ch shit. It's, I didn't write this. You did. I'm blaming you. Well, uh, technically, I typed it, but yeah, uh, see, uh, see, uh, you, you, yeah, the lawyer, right, the lawyer right. in Jeff just said that. I just, I just typed what I read in the book. So, uh, seventy points for five guys at veteran. That's the only option. Rifles can go up to you can go up to ten. Uh, anybody can have an SMG. Why wouldn't you? Uh, one can have an LMG. Why would you? Anti tank grenades don't do that. Jungle Warfare vet Veterans for plus one per model. Oh, that sounds fun. What is that going to be? We'll get that in a second. So behind enemy lines, they're, they're also tough fighters. Um, jungle Warfare Veteran, if taken during setup, Australian Commandos units start the game hidden and may start the game already in ambush. Well, that sounds like fun. And they are a generic reinforced platoon selector. I don't think so I'd, those guys I'd take cool. submachine guns on these guys. Yeah, anyone can have submachine guns. I know, guns. I don't That's think awesome. I would. 
I wouldn't. Uh, they already have to fight or don't. Right. right. Okay, so stay with me here for a second. These guys, what's a normal veteran soldier cost? 13. Uh, 13. 13, okay. So these guys are 14 points. They get behind enemy lines, hmm. and they get tough fighters. And they get to so, start out in ambush. And they in hidden. Just, well, they got to pay one point to get the jungle warfare. Ah, that's yep. fair. Yep, you're right. Yep. But just tough fighters and behind enemy lines for one point. I feel like other armies have to pay at least two points for that. I think so, too. Just, just saying. And then getting the start and hidden rule. Well, well all the other armies cool. suffer from the non-British tax. That's true. So. That's true. And they're generic, so that's cool. So you mm. could take as many as so, you So, I mean, hey, good for the Australian commandos. I'm happy for them. Yeah, right? They're cool. <laughs> You're happy for them. I'm happy for them. Yeah. I'm going to let you finish, but, you know, other armies also would like special rules for free. Just uh, verifying I didn't miss anything from the text here. Uh, I did not. <laughs> They're, 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 so they're, they're paying the point for the tough fighter and getting the outflanker behind enemy lines for free. For free. Commandos have to pay for that. Yeah. And usually no, no, you, know you have to buy submachine guns to get tough fighters. So. Yeah. Well, commandos also have to buy submachine guns at plus two points per model. Right. Yeah. And I mean, you do. Also playing plus you don't two. just get tough fighter. You do get the weapon. So. Right. Yeah. So. Hmm. The next one I think is is um, didn't need to be added. <laughs> let's see, let's see. Okay, fifteen points. So you're paying two points on top now. What do you get here? This is the oh, Gurkha paratroopers. Oh, they're tough fighters. Oh, they're scary blighters. Fuck. Oh, they're stubborn. Yeah. So they're they add one point more uh, to the normal Gurkha to be stubborn. Yeah. Is what happens. Oh, so they are paying for stubborn. They're, yeah, they're, that's all they're well. They get the normal, the normal cheap discount Gurkhas, and then they do one point more to be stubborn. Yep. Yeah. So for two points, you're getting two of the best standard rules in the game and the absolute best special rule in the game for infantry. That's why there's a lot of British players. Yeah. Yep. A lot of Gurkha players. A lot of Gurkha players, and these, of course, are allowed in the standard generic reinforced platoon. Yeah, that's some straight up bullshit. And I mean, <laughs> Gurkhas kick ass, so. Uh, Gurkhas is a play style, absolutely. It's, a, it's and, and they are. Just... Remind me, remind me of something, Pat. Yes. In addition to all of these special rules, they also get the British Army special rule you pick for free, right? Yes, sir. Yeah. Okay. That's some bullshit. Uh, sorry, I was waiting <laughs> to hear get fucked. So. <laughs> no, no, no. It's this is just this is just. I mean, this is too much for what they point costed at. No offense, but those German vampire guys, they get IR scopes that are useful in like one game out of 50, cost almost 10 points more than these guys. Sure. And that's just... These guys are just grossly underpointed. Grossly. Yeah. Yeah, I, 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 yeah that's... I mean, like version true. one Polish cavalry underpointed. Yeah, worse than that, because Scary Blighters is yep. no joke the best rule in the game. Yeah, I agree. For infantry. Yep. For infantry. Yeah, uh, like that rule alone should be three points a model. Oh, easily, minimum probably maybe five points. I would a model. pay five points a model for that. I would pay five points a model for that. I don't know if I put on par with body armor. Uh, you take ten guys with body armor. I'll take ten scary blighters. We'll see who wins. Yeah. <laughs> okay, that's interesting. But yeah, 
take take the best unit in the game and make them better. And make them better. For and point. and make sure everyone can have them in a reinforced platoon. Yeah, I mean that's that's the whole point. You got to make sure everybody gets. And it's not a zero one squad. It's you could have all five of your squads if you're willing to pay the points. Be these dudes. Correct. They Oof. are just simply an infantry choice. Oof. Not a, not a zero one or anything like that. You can you can throw all your Gurkhas out of an airplane if you want. Well, to. I, and and to be fair, um, with all the bagging that we're doing on the Gurkhas, I mean in a vacuum, a hundred percent. But clearly, none of these units necessarily always exist in a vacuum. There's everything else that's happening around them. You know, and so um, you know, a mortar shot or some two-inch HE or whatever is going to kill these guys really quickly. But they're um, veterans. But I mean, point for point, on their own, you know, and with everything else that you can get along with them, um, they're uh, an absolutely fantastic choice. So. Yep, I agree. As pointed, best infantry in the game. Okay, let's go on to something oh, else. Oh, for Christ's sakes, I've been bitching this whole time and I've been on mute. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody's, Perfect. I'm like, God, why is nobody hearing me? Uh, one of the things I will mention, Dale, this is this is the this is absolute value, right? Mm-hmm. This is what you're saying about, you know, it's reliable and it's value. Like, you're getting everything you want out of this unit. I take for a great price. Dudes in a heartbeat. For a yeah. great price, yeah. All right, <laughs> moving along so we don't get too salty on that one. Uh, that's funny because I, I was just interweaving in there perfectly and nobody could hear me. I, I was like spewing Shakespeare and you guys were just like, I thought you guys were just like ignoring me. You know, uh, whenever was the, the recording best. is off, you're so eloquent and it's like right? when, when the button starts rolling, you're a completely different person. I, I'm, I almost feel bad for the <laughs> listeners because they never get that side of you. Right. And you still don't. It's, just, it's the Yeti of, of all things. Is you're never going to see it. Uh, There's a title for you, the Yeti of all things. God, it's, God. A, it's paratroopers. Uh, <laughs> all right. Okay. So now we're going to go into all nations, getting some units because I think – we everybody needs a little bit of irregularity in their life, or more Native more fiber. Yeah. When I need irregularity, I eat Chipotle. So okay. No, that's regular. That's easy to. That's I know what's going to happen when I eat Chipotle. Yeah, but you don't know how soon. That's oh, scary. it's the time. Okay, you just you're setting it's a like timer. Playing that game perfection, right? <laughs> See how yeah. long you get. All right. Sometime in the next two to eight hours. Well, the beauty of it being now is we're always at home, so I don't really have to worry too much about you know that's like true. being in the car, or going to the cabin, or something. That's true. Yeah. And the and the toilet paper shortage is mostly done. Yeah, so. for now. We'll see if another one comes around. Uh, so native irregulars, uh, they give you some stuff: field craft, infiltration, local troops. Oh, I didn't know you could take. I didn't know you could take these guys as veteran. You can, yeah. I did not know that either, actually. So yeah, three you can dudes. also take them as as three as three man squads. So that's like mm. everyone three can take ten. this unit, basically allowing them to do that. So yeah, and before and then, the FAQ. They also got your army special rules along with it. Oh God! Thank God they got rid of that because they were, you know, these guys are. I mean, OP. They, they they overreached on the all nations rule on that, but they should have just said on this one, hey, yeah, yeah, that's fine. But yeah, um, so they get set up like snipers, which I think is the other nice thing. So it's some cool stuff. Yeah, and, and you're paying the same cost as any dude. Yeah, you are. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Getting all these rules for free, so it's kind of nice that you're not getting your army rules. It's probably the best. Yeah, well, field. I mean, the rules are freaking awesome. Yeah, yeah by themselves. I, are I for some reason thought these guys were limited to inexperienced. Hmm. Seeing them, seeing be. them regular and veteran. Hell, I mean, I might, I might make a whole CB army and just say they're native irregulars. Right. Well, and it kind of gives you the great rules. It gives you access to scouts. Yeah, and they got field craft. Mm-hmm. And, 
That makes sense. Infiltration doesn't make as much sense. Local troops doesn't make as much sense. Okay. Well, whatever. Who cares? <laughs> well, close. You, it allows you to flex in some scouts if you really think you need them, which I think well, is I mean, nice. I guess local troops... What the hell? Why exhaustion. would you call the rule local troops? It deals with exhaustion. Well, the CBs are badass. They don't get exhausted. <laughs> that makes uh, sense. I, that, I think that's a camp. That's a, the, the book specific rule. Yeah. <coughs> so. Oh well, yeah. whatever. These guys are cool. That's all right. Let's leave it at that. They're, they're really good. I'm surprised you don't see more of them. I don't, I don't think enough people know about them. I don't. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I don't think that's something that I just people don't. So know. you know, you you have your your American army, and you just grab a couple of dudes from your Japanese army and put them in there and call them native irregulars, right? Actually, they make a a really good ten man or so native irregular squad. Okay. Hmm. Yeah, I really like the look of it. I just never bought them because I was like, well, I don't play either of the armies that these guys would feature in. Right. I've learned something new. In all armies. Well, couldn't you yeah, couldn't you almost use them in a partisan army if you wanted to? All armies. Well, no, no, no. I'm just saying is like those those particular models would also work pretty well for a partisan army. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. All right, cool. Okay. Well, then the left play, the last page was left blank intentionally. That's what it says. Yeah. This is uh, when you the last page is left blank unintentionally. When you submit your seven page report, you know the teacher's like, oh, seven pages. Yeah, it checks off this assignment. Hey, the last page is blank. <laughs> And then they Way to fill out that you. word. Well, and then you're failed. All right. Uh, last book. So we're going to go through one more book here. So Battleground Europe. This is the one I wanted to start with because the first unit that you've got listed is my favorite, uh, which is the U.S. version of the multi launcher. One of them. One of them. Cal? The land mattress. Yeah, this is the one I would take if I could, but most time you can't. Uh, if you're playing in the book, if you have to use the book. Then you're taking the rocket launcher, the heavy rocket launcher, instead of the land mattress. Well, and so here's, I think, let me just double Oh, that's right, because this. this one doesn't tell you where you can use it anyway. So, Yeah, so here's the problem with the land mattress, is the entry is a gray box. <laughs> it's not even a normal unit. That's great. It's uh, not even a normal unit, and it tells, and it's within, uh, it just simply says the allies have this. Yeah. It doesn't mention which ones or who or where you can take it. But it gives you uh, a point cost. It gives you point cost. It gives you the rules for it. Uh, but it's so confusing. Rules-wise, though, it's basically the same as the multi-launcher that is available in the U.S. Except book. it's six it's points cheaper. cheaper, I think. Something like that for a regular. And, and also is the only access to the British multi-launcher. For the British yeah, so the, yeah, the British can't have this when they don't get one. Yeah, um, let me just shed some tears. I, I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> but, right, because why, does, that why do they make a Gurkha launcher? Yeah, the Gurkha, yeah, the Gurkha <laughs> launcher. It shoots a unit of Gurkhas across the table. That'd be great. Uh, um, I want a Gurkha launcher. That sounds great. That's called Gurkha paratroopers. Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah that would be very yeah, launching. Yeah, they're launching. There's um, there's a Bollywood movie that has a scene that is effectively describes exactly what you're you're asking for so just i'll have to find that link for you just a heads up so. <laughs> nice i'm looking forward to finding okay that. uh I, I will give them some leeway on that on the gray box thing because this is a pretty early if i remember right this is a pretty early theater book it, it does say if allies. not the first is this the yeah. first i don't know if it's the first but it's one of the yeah, might like germany strikes might be before this but there's very early rules here so they're probably still figuring out their templates and trying to how, to how to do all that stuff. So I won't, give them, I won't give them too much shit about having it be in a gray box, but it would be nice if they could tell us where we could use it. That would be a, a nice and addition. it's nowhere mentioned in the FAQ. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, they should do that. And, you're, I, you know, you're doing a 
a grand project of trying to point that out to them, and maybe they'll actually take that and do something with it. This should this should be added to uh, the U.S. No, and, and Russia. No, 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 <laughs> no. Not British, anyway. To Jeff's point, no, I'm just joking. It should. You're right. It should be. It should be all allies. It shouldn't yeah, be that hard. It's not. I mean, most other nations have a piece like this. It's yeah. not throwing power to one side or the other. Well, which it's, is funny because. The, in all reality, what I read about the land mattress for the U.S. is that they weren't using a land mattress anyway. It was the heavy rocket launcher. They were, you know, they didn't even call it the land mattress. That's a very much a British term. So I don't, I have no problems paying the extra couple points for the other version because it's technically more American. Whatever. Sure. If for an American sure. army, that is. I'm not, like, not trying to be a nationalist here. Um, okay. Pathfinder Squad, also in Battle of the Bulge Book. We've talked about the, they get LZ signals. Yeah, they're they're verbatim. Yep, we've seen them. Everyone should have seen also, them. They're also reinforceable too. This one is great because it gives you veteran infantry. Yep. Yeah, so this That's is where key. they this is where they appeared before the the FAQ for second edition. Yep. That's I, I included that because I knew we were doing the Jeopardy part. Because <laughs> <laughs> in second edition, I mean, this is a first edition book, and this is where the first time in first edition. Uh, United States got veterans, right? And then they, they needed the errata for second edition. It took them a while to bring that forward. Two years, as a matter of fact. Yep. Fun. So, but yeah, there, there you go. Here's your veterans finally, because the base book doesn't have them. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, though. They still had Marines that were veteran, though. Yes, Marines are veterans. So you could take Marines. Yeah. Didn't have yeah. Them. You just had to. You just had to play Marines if you wanted veterans. Right. Which just was silly. I'm sure people fudged it before. Just well, you had to. Yep, yep. It's kind of the way it worked. So. Now, now you can do it though, and they get tough fighter. Though they could get tough fighter before, couldn't they? Uh, no, I don't think they no. could. I think this is where the tough fighter came in too. This is where the tough fighter comes from. Yeah, there's a, there was a way of getting tough fighter, tough fighter infantry, and this is the only way you could get them, which is I think is right. sweet. Win this book, and then they put it in the generic units. Yep. Selectors. So you could get right. Could you get regular tough fighters with with the U.S. troops? Yeah. Or is it only the veteran infantry that could get it? I can't remember. I think it was only the veteran. I think you're right. I don't. I don't think it was. I don't think they put it back into the other unit. They just made this unit available with tough fighter if you wanted it. Yeah, that sounds right. So I mean, that's still nothing. That's I like tough fighter. Yeah, I love it. It's great. It's a nice. It's a nice addition for the U.S. for somebody that, especially for an army that likes to move forward as much as the U.S. Yes. does. It's nice to have that extra. Extra little scary piece. It's no scary blighter, but it's nothing to scoff at. Scoff all you want to I can, I can scoff at German or uh, British units all day long. All right. So, and this was published in 2014, by the way. Bolt Action came out in 2010. Okay, so. Mm-hmm. So, four years the poor United States was suffering without veteran infantry. Hmm. Okay. Well, there you go. There's that. That's all I got to say about that's, that. Yeah, that's and that's that's. Really, I mean, that is like the the fewest number of units added into it from a campaign book. That's ridiculous. So okay, well, I look forward to seeing all the units that you that you have scoured all of the books for. <laughs> so I I did leave out some that were included into the FAQ, like the the, the poor suffering British got their SAS infantry in there. Okay, which are ridiculous 
paratrooper outflanking fanatics at 18 points a model with every option under the sun. Um, and then I left out some of the night fight units because they just really only apply to that specific scenario. And the ambulance, because this is the FAQ, the Flam Panzer B2F we already covered. Uh, yeah, and they also add in, oh, a vehicle pack 38 to 36, which is in the German army, and uh, the Samoa half track, which is also covered, and we already covered that, or we'll cover that in, in, other, in other books. Uh, the AVRE is in there, DD Tank, which is in D-Day, uh, Sherman Crab we cover in D-Day. Uh, did I say ambulances already, which is now in the errata? You didn't, but that's okay. Okay. Yeah, yep. we... Sorry. We, I'm just... I'm just just rambling at the three-hour mark. Yep. Yep. And the Wasp Flamethrower is covered in the errata. Uh, yes. Uh, incorrectly and poorly, and then we covered the rest of the units. The Goliath and the Brandenburgers are also in this book. Flampanzer Hetzer is in here, which is in the base book now. Lots and so lots and lots of units. My goodness. Yep. So there's a lot of that was pulled from here. Cool. Mm -hmm. That was brought in. So there you go. What so is the story. end of the episode? Yes? That is that is correct. <laughs> what do I win, Pat? Uh, you can lead us out. Oh, damn it. I don't want to do that. That's never my job. <laughs> well, and don't ask what you win, because that's all I got to offer. Man, as for... Oh, man. Okay, well, this is Snafu, over and out. Good night, guys. Good night. Good night, everybody. Good night, don't forget everybody. to upload Just... before we leave. What?
wander hand in hand Shadows will vanish, true love will vanish All life's misunderstanding The world will glow with golden glory record now that's that's what you put for the the tentative title was the big unit sure why not the big unit i don't know i I don't know either i thought randy johnson was a great pitcher he was oh i was thinking the big hurt yeah you're thinking the big hurt or uh, frank thomas yeah the big easy i don't that's new orleans (laughs) Um, over easy those oh, are eggs. That, that's oh, an egg, eggs. yes. What is an egg? What is an egg? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Way to warm up, Rick. I like it. Yeah, I, I gotta. I just gotta get in it. I gotta get the. Gotta ask questions. All right, we're already in fifty-five. All right. Yeah, it feels like it's been a while since we recorded, but that's basically we just had a week and a half off of recording times. Didn't we dump? Didn't we dump two last month? Yeah, we yeah. back to back the yeah. last time. So we so we, we We had one in the can. So we, we Eiffel Towered that one and now we're gonna come back in. What is an Eiffel Tower? <laughs> uh it's a monument in Paris. There you go. What is boofing? <laughs> no, I'm sorry. 